criticize is the one who tells you lies. This is normal, folks. Everything is fine. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Run Your Mouth podcast. First topic we got tonight is Trump. He got the coronavirus. And of course, the media got up there. They praise this man for risking it, despite the fact that he's old, he's fat, he's unhealthy. He got out there. He continued to do his... No, no one praised him. If anything, they said, how dare you, you reckless individual. Only in America do you get praised for being the biggest pussy. Biden stays home, he sits in his basement, and he's the winner for being a pussy. Like, he, you know, the media is like, look at this old guy. He stayed in his basement the whole time. If there's going to be a tragedy, we need a guy that we know he'll hunker down, stay at home. Can you imagine that being a question at the debate? They go, if there's a national tragedy, how good will you be at staying in your basement? And Biden's going, listen, man, you want to talk about staying indoors, thinking you're sleeping with your sister only to find out it's your slut wife? I'm doing that, man. I'm staying in basements. I'm ready for this. Hell, I worked for Obama and he had me in the basement for four whole years. I can do another four years in a basement. Don't you worry about it. So what's Biden talking about? They keep saying, how are we going to fix this country? Biden, do you have some solutions? His big thing is he's talking about how we just need some uh, compassion. And he's just like a couple days away from upping the compassion thing and going, we just can, we can fix the country with hugs and just bring your kids over, bring your kids over. I'll give them a big old hug. I'll show them how compassionate I am and we'll get this thing up and running. So Trump got sick. One of the things that was a lot of fun about this was just how much shit the media was giving him for being a fat fuck. Like you would think president gets sick. You'd report on the fact that he's sick, but they got no class. They're like, listen, we might've been able to help this guy out, but he's just too much of a fat fuck. You know, uh, there's a lot of people that can get through the virus, but at the end of the day, you got to look at these different uh, risk factors, and he's in the category of fat orange people with lumpy skin, so we're not sure if he's going to make it. I thought, like, we were, like, this close. I was hoping you'd see on CNN just a doctor being like, we could have helped him, but his penis, it's just, it's too small. If he just had a little bit more penis, we could have gave him the cure, but it's just too small, and so he's most likely going to die, but then, here's the thing, he's already fine. He's already, like, back out on the lawn, like, I've never been better, okay? I've never felt this good. I feel so good. He beat it. I want to read to you a little piece from Forbes about the medicine that he took. So... This is right out of a Forbes article. I don't know what the title was. You can go find this on your own time. Two experimental therapies, the antiviral drug Remdesivir and Regenerons. I don't know if you pronounce it. Regeneron sounds like it's out of a, like, a Star, not Star Trek. I was going to say, like, an Autobot. But anyways, anti-SARS-CoV-2 monochloral antibodies in combination with vitamin D, famitida, pepsid, zinc, and melatonin. Here comes the fun part. This cocktail is not just highly unusual. The president is likely the first human being on the face of Earth to receive the triple whammy of remdesivir, monolocal antibody drugs, and dexamethasonin almost all at once. And how fucking cool is Trump? Went to the doctor, he's like, what do you have? And he's like, okay, just give me all of that. And then he's like, spaced out over the week, I already snorted it. That guy knows how to party. You want to hang out with the president that knows how to party? It's fucking Trump. And it doesn't make sense to me that, like, it almost sounds they must have had this cure the whole time that's kind of what i'm starting to think now there's two ways you could look at this that trump is trying to push a cure that's not actually a really cure or he's invested in this he's going to make some real money if it rolls out but i'm just starting to think that the entire time they just had this thing because you got to realize it's like they're saying hey we can't give this drug to anyone it's too dangerous it's too many unknowns we got to get an approval and then the president gets sick and their first thought is okay let's give this dangerous thing to the most important person And you telling me we really ran out of poor people we could use as guinea pigs? 
You're, you're, you're testing this thing on the most important person? Like, can you imagine if Mountain Dew came out with a new baby formula, like baby lightning, and they promised that your kid it took some baby lightning, they'd be doing algebra within two months, and they'd be walking within one You wouldn't try that on your kid first. You'd find some poor people first. So I don't believe for one second that you've had this thing and untested, super dangerous, and then the president's sick. No, it's the point is he's super rich and powerful, so he was able to get access to it. And then even in the debate, he was saying that it was a political process, which, you know, you could see it both ways. You could go, hey, the FDA, they're, they're just here to make sure that things are healthy and safe. So why would they be uh, trying to delay the rollout? And, you know, and then, and then they were trying to bash Trump for that. Trump, you're lying. There isn't actually an available cure. Uh, and now it's starting to seem like there actually was a cure and it was a political process. So here was an article that um, I found that it's just it starts kind of showcasing that it seems like there's a real agenda not to get this drug out on time. Like I was talking about before Fe- uh, before Trump started his presidency, that if he won, I thought they were going to raise interest rates and crash the economy on him. It seems like they were not able to control the Fed uh, in that he got Powell put in place. But it seems like they are uh, been using other government agencies to try and undermine Trump or make him look bad. And it seems like the most recent one is maybe using the FDA to make sure that whatever health rollout is available doesn't actually come out till after the election. So here, this is from a political article. The White House cited the private sector opposition as a chief reason for blocking the guidelines which aim to hold companies' vaccines to a higher bar for safety and effectiveness and would likely push any authorization beyond Election Day. So here's what they're trying to do. They're trying to push for tighter standards. This can't come out um, until after the election. So let's understand what's going on here. They shut down the economy. It's the worst virus in the history of mankind, or at least that uh, we've been alive. I don't know about the fucking Black Plague or whatever happened, but for, in our lifetimes, there's never been a virus like this where it shut down the economy. And there's a possible cure, and they're saying that we're going to hold it to a higher standard, which doesn't make sense. Usually it's like desperate times comes for desperate measures. Like if you're starving... You'll settle, you'll eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, but can you imagine you're starving and you go, usually I'd eat a peanut butter and jelly, but I'm so hungry, I need something of the most exceptional of qualities. That's what I, I can't just eat any sandwich. I need, I need an aged steak. I need this aged steak to be certified by an expert. I need an expert to come in, tell me that this aged steak has been aged. Pro- I need a perfect steak. That's how hungry I am. Like, that makes no sense. If you really need something, then you just fucking go for it. You don't hold it to higher standards. So something's off here, and I'm telling you, you could shit in your hands, rub it in your nostrils, and it's not going to stink as bad as this next piece I'm about to read for you. So this is from the same article, the political article, The Appearance of Political Interference. Remember that? The whole interfering in the election, this made-up term they like to throw in there, which doesn't really mean anything. So the appearance of political interference in the vaccine authorization process has long worried FDA Commissioner Stephen Han and other agency officials. They felt the setting more stringent standards and releasing them to the public would reassure Americans that science, not politics, was driving the process. Public trust in a vaccine is crucial to ensuring that enough people take the shots to create a broader, broader herd immunity against COVID-19. So I just want to reread this one line. They felt that setting more stringent standards and releasing them to the public would reassure Americans that science, not politics, was driving the process. And who was concerned about this? This is like if I walked into the shed and I was like, hey, guys, I didn't do anything weird in here last night. There's nothing weird in here. You don't have to worry about my semen being on the walls or other unsanitary conditions. Nothing to worry about. Sure, I came into the shed last night, but there's nothing to be concerned about. Everything is totally fine. Who wouldn't feel alarmed about that? 
they're they're creating the reason to have concern by going um we wouldn't want people to think maybe there's a reason to be concerned firstly no one gives a shit about the fda process no one's paying attention to your process public trust like believe me no one cares if you put out something that works and it's working and all of a sudden people are getting better and doctors are prescribing it no one gives a shit and then and the last part is they're talking about politicizing the process. At the end of the day, like, and uh, this is not as agreeable of an argument as the two I just said, but if you work at the FDA, you're a bureaucrat. So what you say is political. It's like the same as if, like, someone at the Pentagon, the, the president said, hey, we're going to look at the budget for, for the Pentagon, and then the guy at the Pentagon said, oh, you're politicizing the, the defense budget. Do you want our country to, to be at risk of an invasion? You're politicizing our safety. All right, here's another little piece from this uh, uh, political um, article. But White House officials over the past week can continue to raise doubts about the need for more stringent guidelines, a senior administration official said, including questioning why the FDA would alter its criteria so late in the process and why a coronavirus vaccine should face tougher standards than other vaccines. So in other words, the FDA is specifically trying to make it tougher for a vaccine for the, it to come out specifically for coronavirus. The FDA has countered that it previously signaled that it would hold COVID-19 vaccines to a higher bar given the stakes of the pandemic. Because of the stakes of the pandemic, they're going to hold it to a higher bar. And that is such government logic for you that the pandemic is so bad, we're going to roll out the cure slower. Because it's such a problem, we're not we're not going to try and be quick about this. It's such an issue. We're going to be. Does that make any fucking sense to you? And then this thing about rebuilding public confidence, um, that an emergency authorization will be grounded in science. What lack of public? Have you heard anybody? Have you been talking to someone that said like, oh, a vaccine? I thought they needed a normal then review process for this. Someone like a doctor goes, hey, I got this possible cure for you. And he goes, well, did the FDA take longer than usual to review this? Because then I don't know if I can trust it. That's what this guy is saying is that all of us out here in the world will not trust the new vaccine, even if it works, because the FDA didn't take longer to review it. And then in terms of just like looking at the news and going, hey, are they trying to slam this and give it bad press? So this was from uh, Motley Fool. And by the way, when it comes to like, you know, pharma type shit, there's so much money involved. Who knows who's like trying to short it? Who knows who's got money on it? So who knows what kind of money bullshit is in in this racket? But the article was report Moderna and Pfizer vaccine trial participants report serious side effects. Um, and so what was the serious side effects? It was one of the two of the people that had taken it said that they awoke late at night with chills in a fever, which might just sound like you had the coronavirus. <laughs> like, I'm not sure that it was specifically a side effect of this medication. And then they even said within this article where they were trying to port, like it started off with the headline was trial participants report serious side effects on a more positive note. All three Moderna trial participants and one in the Pfizer trial reported that their side effects, while intense, melted away after at most one day. Um, so I just like to point out, it's hard. This is a tough one to follow because we're talking about major pharmaceutical companies. And I'm sure that there's some one of these one of these pharmaceutical companies, Johnson and Johnson, who were giving us baby powder that had cancer in it. So who the fuck knows what's in these medications? Don't be the first one to take this medication. You know, try and find try and remain healthy. Let other people take it. We'll find out. Maybe they get X-Men powers and you wanted to get in early. So maybe 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 you want to get in early. Maybe it's going to give people super big dicks and they'll go. It's not fair that these people have super big dicks. So we got to take this thing off the market or maybe it gives you super big dicks, but then you don't live as long, but it might be worth it. I can't make these kind of evaluations. 
the point is, I don't know what's going on here. This is an interesting news story, but sometimes when I see, it was almost like I like when I saw CNN going so hard about the risk of coronavirus at the beginning of it, you start to realize like, oh, I think they're trying to sell us on that there should be a lockdown. In this case, for some reason, it seems like they're really selling us on that this cure shouldn't be trusted. And then right afterwards, right after the election, if Trump loses, they'll be like, oh, well, uh, look, Biden's a miracle worker. Now we've got a cure. Um, so... Just pointing out that this is, you know, like always, it's a wacky story. All right, let's move on to the debate. Um, I don't know if you guys watched it. My impression of the debate was basically every answer was just someone going, thank you for that question. I'm going to now drone on in a dramatic and boring fashion about something that you didn't ask about. It was the most boring thing I've ever watched. Like, even Trump haters were reminded how boring politics are without him. Like, they're not going to do anything that helps us anyways. At least when you turn it on with Trump, it's not what I saw last night. I mean, it was I, I, it was like rocks, paper, scissors shoot for who could suck the most. And by the way, that fucking moderator, that was a worst moderator. Like, if I, I wish we could just do an election where I vote against her. I've never been so bored in my entire... Thank you, Mr. Pence. Thank you, Mr. Pence. All right. Now, the other thing I was thinking is there's some jobs in life that I will, I will never be a hair model. That's not going to happen in my life. I won't be a pro athlete, not going to be a pro athlete. I always wanted to get paid to have sex with old ladies. I'm not going to be a gigolo. I'm not taking the time to go to the gym. I'm not keeping myself in enough good shape. There's no money for me to be having sex with old ladies. I will never get to live that dream. Unless you're an old lady listening to this, you want to pay me to have sex with you, in which case, uh, that's my the first sponsorship that I'm going to be doing is my uh, the company, the Run Your Mouth um, Male Gigolo for Old Ladies Corporation. And thanks for our actual sponsor, Sheath, who my dick looks amazing in Sheath. Doesn't look good otherwise, but you put it in a pair of Sheath that's looking pretty solid, so maybe I could get some pictures up of me in my Sheath wear, showing off my junk, fucking some old ladies for some money. That's a plug. I fit that in smooth. That was smooth. Everyone out there broadcasting, you can learn how to do a smooth act plug. Promo code, run your mouth, put on sheath, bang old lady, show off your nice looking cock that might not be nice but looks good in your sheath, um, and then take your kratom to get rid of the shame of having gotten paid to have sex with the old ladies, but you'll feel good about it because you got the kratom, and then you'll get more money, and then you can buy more sheath. It's like a whole economy of showing off your dick and taking kratom. That's that's what I... I should be running for president. That should be the campaign, the make your dick look great while taking kratom campaign. Anyways, I was trying to say there's jobs I'm unqualified for. Let's get back into the joke. Premise, I'm unqualified for some jobs. Can't be a hair model, shitty hair, right? Can't be a, uh, I might be able to be a sheath underwear model, but otherwise not going to be an underwear model because I don't have the package for it. Not going to play bro basketball. And the same way I can't do those jobs because it doesn't fit my skill set, Kamala Harris, her voice is so annoying, I don't know how anyone's allowing her on television. It doesn't make sense. She sounds like a transgender Kermit the Frog. That is basically what this lady, it's like constant fucking whining of like this tone. It's like a kid that, you know, like a fat kid and it just wants another cookie. But for, you know, for two hours, the, the tone, it's like the, the whiny kid who wants a cookie, but at the same time has the adult skills of a nasty bitch. That's what it's like. And that's what made the debate so exhausting was just having to listen to her. And then you also had that moderator who was terrible. Um, and so... I was watching the debate. Usually I really like these things, but I got to be honest, in this case, it was like watching a band you like just out of tune. They're doing everything you expect in a debate, but for some reason, I'm telling you, if I didn't, if I wasn't planning on doing this show and then part of the problem where I had to watch the debate, I would have turned it off after five minutes because it was just so boring watching people that were so unbelievably unlikable. 
Uh, one of the big moments that everyone was going on about was that fly. There was a fly that landed on Mike Pence's hair. Somehow I missed it. I, I don't know how. I was watching the, 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 like, the thing. I somehow missed it, but I saw everyone was pointing it out on social media. It's kind of lucky that it was Pence because Pence has actual hair. Like, think about how great that would have been if it was Biden or Trump and then the fly, like, got caught and, like, flew away and just pu- pulled off the whole wig. Trump's standing there like, fake news. I still have hair, okay? That 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 is a Democratic. It's Obama's fly. Steals, steals hair. <laughs> Pence had a couple of good moments, though. Uh, the first is he attacked uh, um, Kamala for that they would pack the Supreme Court. And it's weird to me amidst all the lying that they won't just lie and say that they're not going to do it and they won't give a straight answer. And also how aggressively she wouldn't give an answer to that one. In some ways almost... Uh, gave her away that she's lying on all this shit because they always dodge on questions. But when you dodge that flagrantly with absolutely no acknowledgement of the fact that you're dodging an answer, you kind of give away your whole style and really showcase the way in which you lie, which I think that really did make her look pretty bad. Um, the other thing he nailed her on was undermining confidence in the vaccine. I thought that that was, uh, a fairly interesting uh, line of reasoning, and it did make her look pretty bad, where it's like, no, you want to talk about politicizing something here. We actually have a dangerous virus. We have the potential for a vaccine that's going to cure people. And you and other politicians who, for some reason, want to delay the rollout of this thing are starting to make it look like this is a shady vaccine, which could actually get in the way of us getting past this virus that everyone is acknowledging is pretty terrible. Uh, The other thing that they were going after them for was the Green New Deal. And I got to be honest, they're not doing a good enough job of explaining how bad and ridiculous the Green New Deal is. Like, they're just talking about end fossil fuels. That doesn't sound, that's not expressing bad, like, in, in clear enough terms just how bad it is. It would shut down our economy, put us back in the Stone Age. The Green New Deal included things such as taking down current buildings that aren't energy efficient. Like, in some ways, dismantling a building and building a new building wouldn't be a waste of resources. Talking about getting, like, the, the lunacy in there would be the end of our country. It would basically just be us committing suicide and going, all right, you know what? We're not going to have an economy anymore. Um, We're going to play with... I I don't know what her plan is, but it it is... I mean, I guess even here, I'm not doing that good job of explaining how bad it is because I haven't looked at the Green New Deal since it came out and you realized, oh my God, this is complete lunacy, but it's lunacy to the point that they should be attacked. Like, wait, are you really standing by this? Because if you're standing by this, you're basically looking for death for most of the country. You're looking at a country that can no longer um, afford healthcare, where people can't get along. All of these things that are a pretty normal part of life, you're saying we can't do that anymore. Um, And you want to talk about how they go, people will die. I've made fun of the the politicians, oh, people will die. You go to the Green Deal deal. We're, we're going to die. People will die because you won't be able to afford anything. You won't be able to drive a car to get to a hospital if you're sick. There won't be money for them to treat you. They're not going to have people uh, like on the outside of hospitals blowing into windmills so that they can run the machinery. Anyways, I thought that that was a element in which he slammed her for, um, but not enough. The other thing that I thought was interesting was there was a big battle about having a partition between the two of them, uh, which was not that big of a deal for watching this debate. But I imagine that the reason why they pushed that pushed for that during the VP debate is that they're going to want to have a more solid structure between um, Biden and Trump to make it harder for Trump to interrupt Biden. All right. That's enough for the cold open. Uh, And now uh, we're going to be hanging out in the shed and getting into some other topics. 
And we are in the second half of the Run Your Mouth podcast. The uh, first thing we're going to do is uh, I was talking about how I believe that these medications are uh, are legit and that the media is trying to pan them. But as opposed to just me going off with my stupid horseshit of unresearched medical science, because what the fuck do I know about medical science? Let's actually talk to a real expert. And uh, I was able to track down Dr. Krim who's going to give us his take on this. So uh, let's hear from Dr. Krim. This is big in the Run Your Mouth universe. Usually it's just me hooting and hollering, yelling and screaming about shit that I know nothing about. But tonight, we actually have a doctor, an expert. Not just a man who will look at your penis pictures if you send it to them. Not just a guy who will talk about your hemorrhoids. But a person with actual medical profession uh, experience <laughs> and knowledge <laughs> who's going to give us a little bit of the inside scoop on uh, what's going on with these coronavirus vaccines. So let's uh, welcome to the show, Dr. Krim. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me on, Robbie. Is good that okay that I throw out your last name? I don't know to what extent. Yeah, yeah it's fine. It's all good. No worries. <laughs> Perfect. You say that now. We can cut it. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So the big thing that I'm really interested in, in terms of the vaccines that uh, are coming to market at the moment for coronavirus, is that Donald Trump is claiming that this is a politicized process, um, that these vaccines are good, they're ready to go. Uh, I took them myself. I want to make them available for other people. So I'm and the other side of that might be, hey, he really wants to get elected and pretend like, you know, the same way he always goes, hey, everything's fine and perfect. He's trying to be like, I've got this under control. We've already got the cure. We're good to go. Or if you want to go really dark and conspiracy, you know, conspiracy theory with this, perhaps he's actually invested in these companies. So he's trying to make the claim that. You know, it like he wants to pick one medication, even though he took all of them. But theoretically, right. he would pick one over another one so that its stock market value would spike. So I'm just curious to get your medical inside take. Is this that the FDA is trying to fuck Donald Trump and keep it off the market before the election? Or is it a little bit shady that they're, I guess, speeding up the process so much? Uh, so specifically about the vaccines, um Usually, I mean, and you probably know this, it takes about five to seven years to get a vaccine to market. So it doesn't mean like if you marshal all the resources, you know, throughout the world that something could come out. But um, but it seems a little hasty for me as far as all the conspiracy theories. You know, I, I don't know, man, that that's that's a little little bit hard to predict. You know, I, I would. I'm a little hesitant on the vaccine, actually, and that vaccine being effective, because we really have not had, you know, I mean, sort of, if you look at COVID, it's a variant of a, of a, of a virus that causes symptoms similar to the common cold, right? And we've never had a vaccine for the common cold. So is it is it possible? Sure, it is. Um, but I don't know. I think it's well, going to take a little bit longer than what, what, what they're saying. So I'm sure what's interesting about the vaccine, and you can definitely speak to this a lot more than I can, but I think with Remdesivir, which is the one coming from Gilead Science or whatever the hell is, uh, yeah. whatever whatever Bill Gates' operation is to you know control all of our minds, um, but 
I think that that vaccine, the root of it, it's not that new. It, it was something that they were inventing for um, uh, whatever that horrible virus was down in. Uh, oh, so yeah, yeah, right, right. So it's not that new. And then, and from what I understand, I guess there's two competing ones: one from Johnson and Johnson, and one for like the Remdesivir. I guess helps okay, your so, boost your so, body's uh, immune system. You're the doctor, so you tell us. So are we talking about vaccines or are we talking about medications? So in, t- in terms of the medications, the two things that he got were uh, the one's called the remdesivir and the other one is it's, it's a acronym. It's R-E-G-N-C-O-V-R. And so the remdesivir is probably a little bit closer. So, so those, are, those are actual medicines and the remdesivir is given by an infusion and they're working for that. Um, don't think they have any phase three trials um yet um but um but they're they're working to get it so the the data on on that one you know initially looks pretty good um they did you know they have done um trials in rhesus monkeys and it did seem to decrease viral load and decrease lung damage um in terms of 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 actual patients it's it's really too early to say so they they um authorized what's called an, an emergency use act emergency use act back in may right where they could use it in certain patient populations where um it may have an effect um interestingly it's it's specifically supposed to be used for only patients in in a hospital on oxygen, but not on ventilation. So they're not recommending it for patients that are at, on a ventilator at this time. Um, and then the other medicine, the the it's called Regener uh, the Regeneron is a company. And it works and it works differently because it's not it an immune booster. It helps you your body like not allow the virus to replicate or something along those lines. Yes, a, a little bit like that. Um, it, it, yes. All right. So <laughs> let me ask you this. So what is the theoretical? Because I, I guess me, when I look at government and I look at regulation, I see that there's probably either government with a power grab or companies that are manipulating government in order to remain in power and that there is potentially, you know, Government slowing down the ability to bring drugs to market quickly uh, and the ability, I guess, like, you know, if there's a true pandemic and people are sick and the, this thing might work, well, you know, if they're going to die anyways, let's give it to them and see if it helps and then we can get our data a lot quicker. What are the big risks of, I guess, if the FDA didn't go through its general long-winded process? Like, what what is, I guess, what are, like, the harsh side effects that could exist from a remdesivir if it's i don't know if i'm pronouncing that correctly but what are the harsh side effects that could be out there if they didn't actually do a full study oh well anything well you know i mean anytime you take bringing new medicine to market um even ones that have gone through all the trials you know there's been ones that have gone through you know all, all the way through phase three gotten approved and then they've had to pull them off the market because after you got to realize, you know, you're, you're testing in a, in a smaller patient population. So there's always a risk that once it gets out into the general public, you're gathering more data as you go along. And it actually might have, uh, you know, end up killing people as opposed to saving people's lives. Right. So um, part. So so there's mixed mixed bags. So 
you know, that the, the, the Trump administration did pass the Right to Try Act, right? And that was passed back in 2018. So that's where you take medicines. It, it's specifically for, for uh, patients who have tried all the treatments that are currently FDA approved and they cannot participate in, in, a, in a compassionate use trial or, or a medicine that's coming to market and they have the right to try. So, um, and then they also can use, there's another act uh, where they could give emergency youth authorization. But as far as I looked, cause I tried to go, you know, I was working when the AIDS epidemic was also going crazy. Um, and you know, you, you've probably seen the movie Dallas Buyers Club, right? I've heard that it's great, but I avoid mo- avoid movies that are gay, so I haven't seen it yet. Oh, uh, Matthew McConaughey kills that shit. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey. But uh, he still, he, I think he still has like health problems from he was losing oh, weight yeah. for that role or something. Like that. He does. I've heard of that. And I heard that he's a method actor, and he fucked a lot of dudes to really get like the rhythm of a guy with AIDS, and he, uh, he, he hasn't recovered from it. He wasn't gay in the movie. Oh, he had... was a heroin addict? No. How'd he get AIDS? He got AIDS from, it was like people started finding out that it wasn't just a gay disease. And right. was, he yeah. got it like from a woman, and so, but he befriended Jared Leto, who was a trans uh, man. Was he positive? That Was yeah. he positive? Yeah, because he wasn't gay. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's worth a watch. It's definitely, but anyway, the, the whole, the whole, the whole point of that is like, so back then, you know, they were going down to Mexico to bring these meds across because it was illegal, and you know, patients, people with HIV were dying left and right, um, and so it's sort of the same, same thing with this. All right, so we have a disease, and 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 honestly, um, you know, <laughs> um, I mean, there's a lot more to it, but so you know, if people when people are in the hospital with COVID and are looking not so good, but not yet on a ventilator, it would make sense for them to be able to at least try these medications. Um, the problem with remdesivir specifically is that, you know, there's not a whole, a whole ton of this medicine just sitting around ready to use. Was the so remdesivir the um, malaria medicine or no? No, it wasn't malaria, no. it was Ebola, right? Right, yeah, and the, the way it works is it, it, it basically inhibits the replication of the virus. It binds okay. to the viral, uh, it, it has to do with like the polymerase-dependent um, um, RNA, and it stops the virus from replicating. On that note, I, I mean, I, I, I'm not, I know nothing about, I guess, going to, I okay, I would think almost like Coca-Cola, once you have the formula, it's pretty easy to produce this stuff, why is it that there's sometimes is even a shortage of like I would think you've got this medication and if it works everyone's gonna want it. Why is it I guess take oh, like a, a fair amount of time to actually produce a large quantity of it? Well, um, so pharmaceuticals, um, the way they're produced is is it's it's pretty pretty crazy. Like they have very strict protocols. I mean, going into a pharmaceutical manufacturing plant, um, you, you like depending on what they're making and stuff. I mean, you suit up like you're going into a like you would for like COVID. Like you know, it's like like they it's, it's you have to be extremely clean. You have to make sure all, all your production lines are clean, and so the ability to ramp up to speed. I mean, once they get there, then then it's no big deal. But the problem is, you know, okay. Also, the other thing is. 
you know, is this going to work? So you don't necessarily want to have a bunch of products sitting around that might be useful, right? So, I mean, it just, it just takes time to get up to speed to get that all the parts and all the people that can be there to, to make manufacture it. All right. So two more questions. So in your opinion, this has been a little bit of a rush job. And so you don't have total faith in that these medications are actually going to be solid. Do I have that right? Yeah. And, and, and I think, you know, the consensus, I mean, now all that being said, right. So again, HIV is probably a good example. Like you know, the same things were being said about HIV and some of the medicines that they were trying back then ended up causing more harm. Some of them worked, right? So it's it's hard to say. Maybe this will actually make a difference. You know, in the in the trials that they have done, there was a trial called the ACTT-1, as in a thousand patients. And it showed, basically what it showed is that it shortened the time to recovery. So from 15 days to 11 days. Which is nothing. Like the idea that you would spend money, or I mean, it depends on how much money, but what is four days of sickness worth to a person? So it depends. Like if it's a hundred bucks, fine. If you're going to charge me $25,000 and now I'm in debt because I didn't have to feel sick for four days, that's not really all that helpful. Right. So, so one of the things in medicine too, like even if this drug gets improved and goes through that, and maybe it shortens the illness. It's sort of along the lines of, of like the flu medications, right? So the flu medications can shorten the duration of illness, but there's not a whole lot of good data as, as whether or not they affect morbidity and mortality. Mor- morbidity basically means like uh, things that happen because you get the disease. Like you mean you the person. Day. That ends up being sick for 11 days instead of 14 days is not the guy that was going to die. Possibly, right? So that's why they're not necessarily using Well, there's a couple of reasons, but one of the reasons why they're not using it on patients on ventilators already, right? So um, it, doesn't, it doesn't necessarily change your mortality data because we don't have that information. So does it shorten the illness? It, it, it seems to look that way at this point. Does it affect actual mortality? hard to say we don't have that information okay so actually two last questions and then i'll let you get your beauty rest so that you can uh you know be a fine doctor tomorrow but if you just total wild ass guess gambling man um do you think one of these medications is actually solid or a year from now they're all gonna you know have been a bad trump idea that they went to market i it's yeah, it really I couldn't even guess. I'm gonna say probably something will come out of this, whether it's these actual two two treatments, probably not. It seems like consensus and not that consensus is be all and everything. I mean we have a consensus that lockdowns works and then we get the you know, you get something good like the Great Barrington Declaration that just came out. So consensus doesn't always mean it's right because certainly it's been wrong in the past. And sometimes it takes a renegade to just do the try and see if it'll work. And and so maybe it will, maybe it won't, but but it, it's just not been long enough. What about maybe. that um the hydroxychloroquine thing? Oh, yeah. What's yeah, your general take on that? Yeah, I don't think that that works <laughs> a lot of people though i mean i feel like a lot of people with money for some reason seem to claim that it does work because they get yeah. it real quick whereas other people, people can't get it money, so fast a lot of people with money like to go get high colonics too so <laughs> I, 
Yeah. You know, it's it's possible, maybe, but you know, it's I, I don't I don't see any. As far as I can tell, I haven't seen anything that shows me that it works. Now, again, that could be wrong. Maybe maybe it does, and and maybe we just don't have the data. I mean, medicine's one of those things that. You know, the, sometimes the conventional what what they're saying is is not accurate. Um, and again, you know, I think I think going back and looking at what everything that people went through during the HIV epidemic, in order to struggle to get meds and try and survive and try and get people to produce medications to make. And I don't think we're there with this. I think people are trying to make the medications, but but I also think it's important that we at least give people, if they want to try it. You know, and and they're at that point where things look like they really could go south. It's probably a good idea to have the ability to try these medicines. Now, to confidently say whether they work or not, it's unfortunately time. All right. So last question I have for you, and then I'm going to let you go. And I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. But sure. I think you were of the mindset from our last conversation that the Lockdowns have been a bit of a mistake. We do have a real virus on our hands, but unless you're in an extreme risk, you know, cohort, it doesn't really make sense the way that we've operated. Uh, Is there at least uh, a two part question? Is there at least a win here that I guess if Trump claims, hey, we've got this working vaccine and then people, you know, I guess the confidence game kind of shifts and people say, all right, we're okay, we're going to get back to our life. So maybe in that regard, at least we start moving forward or what at least gets us back to normal where people stop going, Hey, there's this deadly virus that's going to kill me. Uh, you know, if it's not, is it just an education issue at this point where they so convinced us that this was the worst, most deadliest thing in the world. And now they need more doctors like you coming out and saying like, listen, there's a real thing here, but you should go about your life. Like what do you, what do you think is the path forward? Yeah, I, I, I think, um, so, so I, I think it's going to take a, a whole bunch of the doctors and the media getting out there and saying, look, you know, I mean, what was the UN thing? 130 million projected deaths from, from, from poverty or lack of access to food. Right. So, um, the, the fact of the matter, I, I mean, the way I would look at it is like, let's say we, yeah, it's, I'm trying to put a whole bunch of stuff in a short period of time. So I think it's going to take the medical people. I, I phrased it this way to some person. So when you're in medicine, you're always balancing risk versus benefits, right? So let's say you have a blood clotting disorder. You have a, a heart condition where you could throw a clot and it could cause a, a clot to go to, to your lungs and kill you, a pulmonary embolus, or you could have a stroke and die. So, you know, or you could just can, end up looking like Mike Nice. Continue. Right. Terrible. Right. Anyway, so we can put you on a blood thinning medication and that is going to significantly reduce your risk of having a stroke or a pulmonary embolus. However, let's say you're, you're getting older, right? And you're, you're a little wobbly on your feet. Well, I'm now pretty strong on my feet. It's the risk of them falling and oh. bleeding out or, or, or having a stroke. So which is, which is better. Right. And so, there's always, every time you prescribe any medicine, even down to an antibiotic, all right, antibiotics have risk. Am I going to give this patient uh, C. diff, which is a bacterial infection in the gut, because I gave him an antibiotic for what I think is a sinus infection, but very well could just get better on its own. So, you know, anytime you give any medicine, it's always a balance. And so with this particular, what I think it's going to take is saying, look, 
these lockdowns are causing more harm than good. And we've got to get back to work. I mean, there, I, I think it's devastating, especially con- especially people who, who don't have money or funds. Uh, and I'm rambling on. No, no, no. Uh, I was. I, <coughs> we we cut you off there. You were saying that the. Uh, please continue. You were saying that they're causing more harm than good. Right. You know, and and you like sub-Saharan Africa is a good place. I mean, not a good place to to look, but a good place to comparison. I mean, people. You know, something like ten thousand children a month now are dying because of supply chain district supply chain being all messed up, right? You know, they can't get food, they can't get HIV meds, they can't get tuberculosis medications. And, you know, you can see it now in the States from deaths of despair, you know, there's going to, all that kind of stuff. So all these things are happening, but not enough people are talking about it. And we're just driven by fear. And I don't think what, we got to stop living being afraid. I I agree. I'm here with the Coalition for Education about self-inflicted penis injuries because there was nothing to do but watch porn. So I'm on your side here, Dr. Krim. I'm trying to spread the word that just keeping people in their homes is not the solution. I agree. I agree. I think, you know, you protect the vulnerable. Like, Like Sweden is probably a good example. They messed up in the beginning with the nursing homes, but they straightened that out, and they seem to be doing pretty well. So, I mean, that's that's sort of along the lines is which I'd approach it. There you go. All right. Thanks so much for uh, calling in. And uh, next time a medical topic comes up that we need an expert for, you're going to be our guy. Hey, man. Thanks. You guys have a great time. All right. Thank you. Nighty night. Night, man. See you. Bye. And that was Dr. Krim for you, giving you all the information. And Jesus Christ, did I guess I have that wrong? But you know what's fun? I'm still putting out that video. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put out that video as a standalone. And people are going to think, man, Rob really had this one right. But I guess, you know, you can't win them all. And now let's get into some other issues that I specifically wanted to talk to the uh, Shedcast boys about. But before I did, how was your week? Did you guys have anything that you wanted to discuss on the Run Your Mouth podcast? Sandwiches. All right, that that's a, that is a fine run your mouth topic. I'm a world renowned sandwich expert, and if there was a gripe, complaint, or suggestion you had for my sandwich making process, I'm I'm here to answer your questions. I wasn't even about your process. Okay. Well, it was just sandwiches in general. No, if you have mm-hmm. sandwiches in your mind, we should address that up front. That that shouldn't be overlooked. Oh, uh, really? Up front? All right. All right. Well, I guess I'm gonna develop this as I go. I don't know. I have, uh, you know, phenomenal sandwich that I haven't had in a long time and I kind of forgot about. Mm. Okay. But it was, we were talking about the panini game, right? And this isn't a panini, but it's like a different medium. It's uh, like a thick cut Italian bread. Like a Long Island medium? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sesame's on the outside? Like, no, uh, no sesame no. seeds. Just uh, like, 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 like powder, like the powders on the outside. Like a ciabatta roll, but longer, thicker, wider. Portuguese. Like if a black, Italian. like the black dude of ciabatta rolls. You're talking in Portuguese rolls, I think. It's, oh, it's I think Italian. I am talking Portuguese yeah, those rolls. Are good. It's, it's well, Italians are bread. thick too. It's like an Italian. It's like a long. It's like a ta- Like you ever seen like Italian baguette or some shit? Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Jelly bean. I did. Yeah. I did know what you mean. But with that white, like, flaky yeah, outside. Very, yeah, yeah, I know yeah. what you're talking about. And, and it's got and it's got a little it, bit like, of a divot. It's got, like, that yeah, divot in the middle. Little, it almost looks like Swiss. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dressing. It's got that divot in the middle, yep. almost like a pretzel type quality with that middle like a section. Sourdough. Yes, where the way it kind of comes in, yes. changes the shape. Yes. I know what you're describing here. All right, good. So we're into the nuance and the intricacies of the Long Island medium. Uh-huh. But it's so it's this thick cut Italian bread, and it's, it's circumcised co- all, or not. First of all, it's called the Flying Dutchman, and I don't know what his preference was at birth, or you know, at his birth. What? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I thought I thought you said his preference at birth. I did say that because he <laughs> asked if it was circumcised or not. Oh yeah, he got to choose later in life. Oh, like what, <laughs> how wrong of me to judge? See, so, yeah. um, you don't know nice. my guy. Hot roast beef. Uh, it comes with cheddar, but I get the pepper jack. And then they make a sun-dried tomato, red pepper, aioli. And hey, what, what is aioli? Aioli, aioli is aioli. just a flavored mayonnaise, essentially. Okay. Right. Um, I just like the way it sounds. Yeah, aioli. <laughs> but when you toast that bread, they don't make it like a panini, so you don't squish it, is what I was trying to right. get at. You toast it very, like... Do you throw a, t- a, a thing on it at all? Oh, that would be nice, but it'd have to be not too heavy. Yeah, with your it'd hand. To, yeah, it'd have to be yeah. real, real light. Like you stamp it. Mm-hmm. Like you're sealing like a envelope in Harry Potter. Yeah. I like the Scarlet Letter. Yeah, Scarlet Joe. There it is. Um, all folks, if you don't know Scarlet Joe, go look him up. <laughs> nah, I don't know. It just took, it takes the cake because it totally beats having like a, like we were talking about, like a hoagie or a sub sandwich. Because right. it's the same, you're getting the same size sandwich on this thick, almost like Texas toast, but it just has this crunch to it, and with that, with the aioli and the roast beef, it's just out of this fucking world. And I just thought that it was worthy of the Run Your Mouth podcast. I Because pre- you would very much appreciate it. I appreciate you sharing that with us. I feel like one time, maybe you should come get one. Where Where is your spot for this? It's so deep in the woods. It's uh, It's called... Pignoni's Market uh, by Joe Barlow High School in Reading. Hmm. On the way. Yeah, you know where it is. You and now, because exactly you're like me, you're you're a man with a weak stomach. You don't Nothing normally eat the cheeses. <laughs> where everything. And I don't like cheese because I just don't like. Except it. I'm, I'm more like than you thought. Except I'm a little prettier, but other than that, <laughs> we're very alike. <laughs> I have more muscle tone, but other than that, we're very alike. I make more money, but other than that, we're very alike. The other way you handle that fucking double bag or whatever they call it, the speed bag, the. Oh, the double end. The double end. Yeah. That was true. Mike Nice came over watching the debates, and my entire my living room is just a double and he end bag. You his double end. That's yeah, the he only, showed me both ends. That's the only piece of furniture. <laughs> <laughs> so, showed you his cat dog. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you'll eat if you're eating a good sandwich. You'll say, "Fuck it, I'm getting cheese on this." Yeah, yeah. I I won't eat cheese. Like at dinner or breakfast or anything, if sometimes I know that we're gonna stop at a really good deli because it's worth getting one slice of pepper jack cheese on, I get that's like my go-to. There you go, dude. For a while, I'm I mean, for a while I was when I stopped eating cheese, mm. I would still eat cheese with my one or two a.m. meal because I figured it was almost like a hangover. Like I'll sleep it off. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like. Don't it's worry d- about it. Even it, though, in in retrospect, that's the worst thing you could do for it. Well, to lie right down. Well, there's nice. that because I just realized, like, why if this fucks up my body, why am I doing it when I'm asleep? That's so gotta fuck up my right? sleep. But I had this incident where one time on a Saturday night, I don't know that I, I've 
I've this is how retarded I am. I for a while thought that the Shake Shack, not the Shake Shack, the uh, Five Guys in Times Square was actually better than other Five Guys. But huh. I later discovered it's because I went there at three in the morning when I was hammered. And so yeah. eating their double cheeseburger with a milkshake was, was the greatest Amazing. thing in the world because of how hammered I was and that it was real food late at night. Now, <sighs> not most um, Five Guys don't have milkshakes, but this Five Guys not only has a milkshake. Mm-hmm. Whatever, what do you mean most Five Guys don't have milkshakes? I don't think that's a standard. Every Five Guys I've ever been to had, like, they have, like, a couple good milkshakes. Yeah. Oh, I could be wrong. I thought I'm it wasn't a, a standard Five Guys thing. I I'm thought... Not a big, I'm not a Five Guys, a frequent Five Guys. I didn't go to frequenter. the Five Guys in my town a lot because this kid who used to work there told me how he used to, they used to spit in people's food a lot over there. How do you spit in people's food? They cook it in front of you, or at least the Times Square no. one does. No, oh, they do Times cook Square. it in front of you. This ain't Times Square. No, you could they do it. They don't cook it in front of you? I mean, I I think actually yeah they do, but yeah. I, yo I know like all the people that work there and they were all in on it and they hide it. Yeah, they just yeah. A little... No, it's, it's more like a <laughs> like you spit and roll. Yeah, there's a Five Guys in Stanford that's slamming. It oh, is good, the one though. by High Ridge. Ridge. It is good, I've never though. been there. It's slamming. You know what's better than? But they don't have milkshakes. I'm sorry. I totally Maybe they do. I don't know. I never got one there. What? I never ordered a milkshake there, but so I've the been the Times Square one, not only do they have milkshakes, but you can get unlimited toppings. You can get whatever you want by way of toppings. So for a while, I was going peanut butter. But they butter. charge you. No, oh, no, they the, don't charge you per topping. Or the milkshake? No, for the milkshake, you could oh, get... I was say you got peanut butter on your burger. You yeah, could get every actually, single... PB&J burger. Oh, you know, I've never... I, I, I once tried making it at home I because I love peanut butter and jelly. And I saw that on a menu somewhere, and I didn't eat it, and I thought that sounded super interesting. I think you could drop the jelly. Peanut butter on a burger would be good. It, well, jelly on a burger would be banging. Mm, here's the thing. Peanut like butter. Peanut butter. Uh, I'm sorry. Peanuts. There's some like Asian dishes that come, like chicken dishes, yeah, yeah, yeah. that comes yeah. with the peanuts in it, and the peanuts flow perfectly. Thai food has a lot of peanuts. Yeah. yeah. But so based on that, I could see it working with a hamburger, but the one time I tried it, it didn't click. But I don't think I did it right. Wrong type mm. of jelly. I don't know. You probably did it right. Probably a crunchy peanut. <laughs> Anyways, oh, so Shake Shack. No, 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 you said Five Guys. A oh, Five Guys. Thank you. Thank oh, you for come that on, correction. Fuck out of here. Five Guys. Mm. Firstly, they got good hey. milkshakes, but you can throw whatever oh, you want. Fuck out of So for a while, I was Oreo peanut butter delicious. Then I was doing strawberry Oreo, and they they have one of their items peanut is butter just. Delicious? What's that? Is that what you just said? No. One of their items. <laughs> no. One of their items that you can. <laughs> Put into the milkshake is just the Oreo cream. That is one of the toppings that exists in the milkshake. Anyways, yo, can I just real please. quick? I'm sorry, I just had this shit. The other you lifted day. your ass like you were gonna fart <laughs> right in my face. Like I literally got nervous. Like what is he doing? I came up with this whole bit so I could get a fart. Hey, out. can I tell you this thing that I want to tell you? <laughs> nah, sit down. Like sit and put your ass down. <laughs> hey, this is super important. <laughs> right. But, um, Nah, as far as the Oreo uh, cream thing, uh, they came out with... The mega stuff? No, Oreo marshmallow. And it's chocolate dipped, it's chocolate covered marshmallows in the middle of an Oreo. Is it good? I don't even want to be blasphemous, but I think it's better than the original Oreo. Wait, wait, Ch- I, wait, say it again. Chocolate covered marshmallow in the middle of an Oreo. So like Can a Malomar, a little bit in the middle of a Oreo with without with the graham, graham cracker. Is the Oreo is the Oreo. Yeah. We have a list. So what if you? I don't like golden of this Oreos. This podcast. It's not. Maybe a Bobby golden Oreo. Mixed one at the I'm gonna call her out. She was hating on the Oreo. She called it a dirt oh, cookie and the that. worst cookie oh. of all cookies. A listener oh. of this Mil- podcast. Wait, milk's favorite cookie? She was saying it's dirt and that it's the worst cookie that you can eat. But does she like JoJo's? 
I don't know her opinion on JoJo. JoJo's is like you know the what, Trader Joe version. You know what she likes? You know what she probably likes? Oatmeal raisin. Penis. I like oatmeal raisin cookies. I'm not though. saying they're bad. I'm all for oatmeal but raisin But you like cookies. an Oreo, right? I don't like, I like, I like oatmeal raisin. Okay, then. No in terms, there's a difference. Wait, know, there's Oreos, a difference. Oreo's its own thing where it's garbage, but they're so good. I love an Oreo. Like, an Oreo doesn't uh, compare to a good bakery cookie. I'm not a huge But Oreo I fan, want an Oreo. Honest. But I love I, could, I love Oreos. I'm, I, yeah. I wouldn't, like, pick Oreos out of a bunch, but I can eat the shit out of Also, Oreos, Oreos are so pop. versatile. You throw them into milkshakes, they're great. There's yeah. Oreo cheesecakes. There's Oreo brownies. Uh, Hershey's. There's Oreo cakes. The cookies and cream is just Oreo. Uh, That's all it is. Yeah. Cream exactly. is just much, Everything yeah. cookies and cream is just Oreos. Oreo flavor. Yeah. Everything. So that's amazing. So uh, that's a thing. That's I don't know funny. why. Oh, we went down this rabbit hole because you were saying that you'll still like eat cheese late at night, basically. Well, no, I didn't say late that's at the night. Worst I, said said. For, <laughs> I said for lunch. Oh, you only did. Oh, you know what I take, said? Just take, for lunch. Uh, you know do you take lactate with it? No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> you can't quote me no, on I that. Mean, no, I do not. I do not take lactate with it because I feel like if I'm going to, yeah, you should experience it for all like this. Like yeah. I deserve it. God you deserve the like consequences. <laughs> Have you ever shat your pants because you went for too much dairy at lunch? Yo, remember when I sat up and I was about to tell you about the that was that was the you wanted me to smell the cheese you had for lunch earlier. There you go. <laughs> pepper jack cheese is an excellent cheese. How come no one's does a pizza with pepper jack cheese? I've yet to see uh, a pizza place. It's gross, but you guys say it's good. It's not. What pepper, pepper jack? jack? Yeah, pepper jack nah. is an excellent cheese. It's You're... cheese. What cheese is it though? It's uh, like a sharp cheddar uh, Monterey Jack. It's a Jack. It's yeah, a jack it's like it's a, a sharp Jack cheddar with with, a, uh, with, with spicy peppers in it. Yeah, I don't like Trash. regular cheddar, but I like that sharp, like that spicy American jack. cheese. It's not American. American cheese is uh, American milk. cheese also good, no, but it's a trash, trash cheese. Trash. So wait, wait, wait. So I where does cheddar actually originate from then? The country of Ched. Oh yeah. <laughs> but where is cheddar from? Uh, the Eight Mile. He shot himself with his own gun. I did get jumped. Can't get it right. All right, here's the most underrated <laughs> cheese. I'm gonna throw it out here. Uh, I think no I've said it thing, before because they're all they all suck. So. Reco- what you hate all cheese? Ragoss sure. not Ragoss not fucking. You don't wait. I'm you don't like the, cheese? I'm gonna be the hater he, of cheese. He only likes oh. he only likes melted cheese sometimes. Uh, I'm no, okay with that. I get no, it. I only if I order it for him. No, I'm gonna. I don't know. The thing is, if there's cheese on it and that's the only thing, I'll still Yo, eat it. Rigo- I'm but you like pizza? I'll take the cheese off though. I've seen you eat pizza yeah. without taking the cheese. No, no. Off. Now, you know, as it's I've gotten awesome. older, I can tolerate way more cheese. But before, like, I would order a cheese. You ever heard of Spazio's? Yeah. Back in the day, would or they would they would know it was me every time I order. I'd get a small uh small cheese no a uh, small pizza no cheese. Small cheese. But no did cheese. you get like other toppings? Yeah, sometimes on it? I would. Sometimes small cheese, no. no pizza. I like a uh, well, I like okay. I once had. I took a break from drinking. Not not a long break. It was yeah, a month, yeah, I and I was at a Yankee. I was at a Yankee game, and I saw. So it was that in between had, Yankee games. Yeah, exactly. Basically, I was at a Yankee you game, not drink and Yankee I saw game. that they had the Heineken zero percent alcohol, and I was like, yeah. "Oh man, dude, are you kidding me? Man, my fly is open." Nice. Um, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Quit trying to suck my dick. What? Anyways, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was at this Yankee game, and I got a Heineken like no alcohol and i was like holy shit this tastes delicious why do i ever even drink beer with alcohol and this is my favorite beer i ever had because it had alcohol in it no and then i went back to drinking and i went to taste that heineken and it was the grossest it tasted like fucking turtle water that's what it tasted like (laughs) you had a turtle and you decided to drink the water of the turtle living that water yeah that's what that fucking heineken tasted like 
But not drinking for a month, feeling like I was drinking a beer, yeah. it tasted you, rather you delicious. Sen- you were sensory deprived. So, yes. So, recently, I've had... Uh, I actually I ordered a Domino's pizza with a shitload of toppings and no cheese. Like I got steak on there, I got chicken on there, banana peppers, peppers, onions, jalapeno peppers, and it was delicious to the point where you're like, I don't even need cheese on a pizza. But if you put cheese on that pizza, and then I tried to go back and eat this other cheeseless pizza, I'd be like, this yeah. is fucking yeah. garbage. Yeah, exactly. Which is uh, I don't I I don't even know why we started this. We we're trying to talk about no, the delicious you were saying. You ricotta were, cheese, you, which Dude, I have to interrupt. You ricotta on cheese to say yes. that that's not underrated. That's a very, very like very well rated. Main, yeah, it's a very. Uh, I feel like, dude, because it's not underrated right, at all. It's in lasagna. Wait, you're not Italian. It's in penny. It's in penny al vodka. I have a. Soft shells are excellent. I have a tub of regatta in my fridge. All here, time. Here's where Same. it's here's where it's, it's missing. It's almost weird if it's not there. Sometimes, back in my pizza eating days, everybody hurts. I would like a white slice because it had the ricotta cheese on it. White yes. slices were excellent. I don't like white slices. slices. That's my favorite. However, least favorite. <laughs> an extra seventy-five cents. It's very rare. I like that. To get right above a sauce and cheese slice that includes ricotta cheese. Not if you get a margarita. All right. No way. But even a margarita, margarita is not focused so, on the ricotta. It depends. Those are different margaritas. There's different. Margaritas. And it's not standard. That's what I'm saying no. by underrated. Ricotta cheese is so good. It should mots. be more standard. No. Uh, fresh mozz no. with a with a sliced tomato. If you get it at the Albanian joint. No, no sauce. Fresh. If you go to this one tomato. specific joint, you can find it. That's what I'm saying. That's the last lack of respect. No, for uh, only margarita. A margarita pizza. No, no, no. It's so lack of respect for margarita tomato. pizza. My respect for regats is top. Because you know what people think margarita pizza is Napolitano pizza. I gotta give a shout out to I miss I miss I really legitimately miss my pizza guy from mm. Queens. I was friends with that guy. I left. I never spoke to him. You didn't um, say goodbye. I didn't say goodbye. I I did not. Let's go do a podcast there. We could go do a podcast there for sure. His food was delicious. It was a retro two pizza in Queens, but he had a three cheese pizza, which he also called like the upside down pizza, which I, I don't know what was on there. Because but... he dropped it on the way. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this one's upside down. <laughs> all of it got all over the place. Hey. You're like, yo, what kind of cheeses? He goes, three of them. <laughs> upside down, three yeah, cheeses, three upside down. down. You know. Flip it. All right. Flip I got it. a My I got a random random ass question for you. All right. And that was the perfect way to phrase this question. How neurotic do you think it would be to start wiping your own ass with a glove on? Wait, so every uh, time you reason, shit, though? you put a glove on? I I haven't done that, but I've somewhat been considering because I find that like Let's say you take a shit, you wash your hands, and I'm not even talking about sloppy shit. And then five minutes later, you go to eat. Firstly, I try and avoid my left finger, like in general. Your left wiper. First of all, you're way, way too worried about because every they're like worried about what, Mike? Because like, so think about this, yo. What if he smells butt? So I don't smell butt, but there's just something weird. It's like I just wipe my ass with this hand. When uh, did you wash it though? Yeah, yeah, I fucking wash it with soap, and then I convince myself I didn't wash it. I go back and wash it a second time, and then I'm about to eat, and then I'll wash it a third time because I'm eating food, and I'm like, well, what if I didn't wash it good enough the first two times? I'm gonna watch you. I'm gonna watch you every time we eat now. Yo, they test it. He just goes like. Yeah, they tested. Um, you know, like how uh, waitresses will keep like their like their little note thing right here. Yeah. They fucking went around and did a test where they would test those things, and there's like they find fecal, fecal matter, matter on yeah. everything. Yeah, but your fingers so, after you wiped your ass. Oh yeah, and then you wash your you hands tested, three times. But if you tested p- people's 
Anyway, after yeah, I think grass. I mean I think you're Bernstein's straight. Left index finger to maybe this finger. is a maybe but, this is a doctor. But also, who says you're not supposed to back. eat a little bit of fecal matter? It's to, still just gross to me. It's like, why is my shit like I yeah, wouldn't because want? Because it makes you healthy. Yeah, you know, they your have shit fecal makes you transplants. Healthy? They have they they give you fecal transplants. Yeah, but if they don't your put, they don't up. make you eat it. They but shove it's going it up your to ass. the same place. No, well, it's it they depends. shove it up your ass. Yeah, but maybe you're eating it all the time, and that's what builds your immune system. You're you're th- so then why don't you eat a big old turd? Because obviously that's your waste. If it was, if it was but, it, but you're shit. eating you're but eating so, with your someone, hands, and there might be shit on your hands. But you're eating food. Okay, if let's just say I'm a scientist and I tell you I got I got really healthy turd here. I'm gonna rub it on your hands. And then you're gonna go eat the sandwich without washing your hands. Yeah. So, so, and... so, so I can eat the sandwich without my hands and not eat the shit, right? No, no, no you're gonna eat the shit, but Why it's gonna be because apparently to you it's no, healthy. No, 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 no. It's you're on my it's... hands. No, you're putting shit on the sandwich, or the shit's on my hands. No, the shit's on your hands. Yeah, so I can eat the sandwich however I want. No, but but it's gonna end up. No, no, I'm I'm fine with the bacteria. The shit is gonna end up getting on the sandwich. Maybe. Yes. Not maybe. Definitely. If no. you're holding wait, 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 you well, eat shit on well, your hands for fifty well, bucks. Well, first of all, where, no soul, first of all, where am I gonna get the shit on my hands first? That's the big. Your problem. own fucking asshole. So if I shit and I get a little bit of shit on my hands yeah. and then I get to wash it. Yep. And With then, water, no soap. Yeah, no soap. That's rinsing. and you're gonna give that's me fifty dollars. Yeah, rinsing my hands, and, and then you're you eat me... your own shit. No, eating a sandwich after. Yeah, but with your hands. With that with hand, your with, your no soap. Hands? with no soap. With no soap. I'm going to wash it with water, no soap. Touch the I'm sandwich. never coming back to finish, this shit again. You have to finish the No, whole I'm sandwich. saying I would do sandwich. that. Every, for, 50 bu- for 50 bucks, I would do that, no you'd problem. Eat sh- no, I would rinse my hands off. But you're not getting the fucking I don't, bacteria. No, I'm not worried about the bacteria. I have Ugh. plenty of bacteria. Your whole body's bacteria. That's fecal gross. Matter. Yeah, that it's was already in your body. He shouldn't be allowed to deliver mail anymore. Yeah, Why? You don't think, think people are... All the people it's that lick stamps and fucking seal letters aren't touching shitty with shitty hands? Can I just tell you And I have to deal with that? Can I just tell you something? It's still toxic. And I eat my sandwich after delivering mail all day. Just to call myself out something for everything I just said... No, I I will, I will still eat not, ass. Scumbags. <laughs> see, and then you put your face, you put your tongue in someone's asshole, but you not won't me. eat a sandwich. Not me. But you only say, see, you're a scumbag. Dude. See, dude? you're a scumbag. That's what I'm talking about. And I'm a Yo, yo, first of all, the shit stranger. on your nose doesn't yeah. matter, but the shit on your hands well, does. Well, that's why he keeps smelling. That's why he keeps going. Yeah. Oh, What's like, that you know, shit? It's on his <laughs> nose. <laughs> He's got the fucking mustache. Yeah. If you're hot enough, I'll get right up in there. <laughs> yeah, but I won't eat a sandwich after you. Hot girls still shit ugly. Yeah, but it doesn't matter, dude. You're talking about natural fucking not, natural I, things. That's, dude, that's, if you washed your hands, you're yeah. fine. Yeah, but that's that, the whole point of washing your, your hands. You're rinsing your hands. Even rinsing your hands, but yeah. you're not. You're washing them three times. No, no, yes. All right. And I as agree long as that. listen, as long that. as we're yeah. talking about shit, I think this is the perfect time to plug our newest sponsor to the podcast, none other than Sheath Underwear, because if you ever shit your pants, you want sheath you underwear. You want your dick separated. You want your dick separated <laughs> from, from your balls so that yeah. at least if the what shit if? spreads all over the place, your dick's protected. Quarantined. It's quarantined. Immediately. You don't have to worry about... And then the other thing is, mm. you know, you wear loosey-goosey boxers and you shit yourself. Mm. You got to worry about that like a nather. You got to worry about it falling Absolutely. out your leg. Yeah, yeah. If you've got high quality... You can keep it in there for a little It's going to stay in there. I mean, it might smell... You might make it to the you wherever you got to go. You don't have to worry about that falling because I'm telling you, the, 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 the material on sheath underwear, not only is it 
incredibly comfortable, but it is supportive. If you you could drop a giant log and it is not falling out, it. it will hold you it gotta, in yeah, place. Yeah, you gotta make. You know what? I got it. Like that guy that was on stage. If yeah. he would have had sheets, if he, had he would have walked, walked, walked fine. He wouldn't have to worry about he that. He would have jogged off the stage. Yeah. So, like those things that firemen catch people when they jump off the oh, building. Yeah. Those big old trampoline things? That's yeah, a yeah. shoot the underwear for your It's lives. like that, yeah. but for your balls, penis, and, and if you shit your pants. 11 stories. That's three Guaranteed. That's three levels of protection. <laughs> dick protection, balls protection, ass protection. And I bet you if you got a small enough dick and you did make a mess back there, you could probably you just hide the log the in the balls. Yo, you make it look like you got to put your dick all in there. You just keep all the mess in the back. <laughs> yeah, you put your shit in the dick pouch. You got a big ass dick now. <laughs> you turn yeah. Around, no, no, you turn your, oh, no, no. You turn, if you turn it around. You turn him around with shit around. in the dick pouch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought he was saying that if you had a small wiener, you could shove your balls yeah, no, in I with it that. into what the dick pouch <laughs> is. So it looks like you had a lot of wiener. But you went really yeah. far, and you're like, if you lay down a thick enough yeah. turd, you shove that into the dick yeah. pouch. Or and you now what if it's walking. a thin? What if it's a thin one, like a fucking watery one, and you you don't think, even though as as reliable as sheath underwear may be, that it may seep through because of the viscosity of it. You right. just turn it around, and you got your own little canopy, just to collect, and then you know just dispose of it collect later. Collect liquids. Yeah. Makes just, makes just, sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, slice it open later. All right, so I, I got to plug sheath in here. At first, I was wearing sheath when I was exercising, specifically for biking. It was uh, much better than just wearing boxers. I've always been a boxer and not a brief person because I like to hang free. I found that when I was wearing briefs, it felt – there was something uncomfortable about it because it felt like, like – Something was just grabbing at my junk all day. I did not like the feeling, but yeah, I got to say do active shit though. You got to wear what briefs. when you're like active, you got to wear briefs. So if you're active, a hundred percent sheath, you separate your dick from your balls. You might not have thought that that was important specifically for biking. I found it important hot mm-hmm. weather. It's great. If you got something to say about that. No, that's another word. What? I'm going to keep pointing, pointing those out, pointing those out. Important. What? Important. Oh, you mean words? Words where I skip the T. I'm just trying to be efficient here. You know, you're you're adding a D. D. I'm adding a D instead of a T. Yeah. Well, D. No, it's like it's a it's a hard T. But what you're doing is you're smoothing it out. I'm smoothing it out. Say important. 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 He's saying important. No, say important. Important. Like like say you. Wait, you're saying imported, right? No, he's saying important. Like importing, importing goods. No, he's saying important. Jesus Christ! Oh, I'm tra- important. I'm That's trying to saying. plug a good sponsor here, and you're getting all linguistic <laughs> on me and you nitpicking, nitpicking. Sorry, <laughs> Sorry. I'm, ta- I'm writing notes down all these words that you of all the words say. that yeah. I I botched. Dude, you, well, yo, you, you know, put I'm that just on trying a book to... bestseller. What easy bestseller? Yeah. You put out like a book like that. Of all what? the funny words that you say. Me specifically, sure, yeah. I don't know Rabble, if I have enough Rabble, of an audience co-author. for uh, bestseller. Anyways, I'll write and illustrate it. I am now all sheath all the time. Sometimes I'm in the dick hole. Sometimes I don't even bother with the dick hole. I don't need it. I promise you, these are the most comfortable air underwear you've ever worn. So if you if you haven't already started sheathing and i'm gonna get you guys some sheaths that you can vouch for it as well i'm gonna get robert cool dude we're gonna have him on a podcast pretty uh, soon i'm gonna do a whole episode and sheath just only just sheath. A, a sheath is so maybe we should sheath do an episode so. just in our sheaths wow, that'd sheath be so. sit around in the and they take a blues too and whoever gets hard first is gay 
Yeah, that's pretty funny, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down for that. I, so go to Sheath. I uh, I vouch for the comfort of the uh, of the sheath boxers. You can put your dick in the dick hole if you want. You can just wear them as normal briefs. And if you use promo code RYM, you're gonna get twenty percent off, which is pretty good. So go That's check out really sheath.com promo code RYM. And if you're a person that thinks they might shit their pants, at least it's gonna stay contained. It's not gonna leak all over yeah. the place. All right. Next uh, topic I wanted to discuss is uh, I went to Staples today. I haven't been into a store, a physical store for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what's fun about Staples is it's one of those stores where it's like their shelves are half filled. So you're almost not sure if it's going out of business. Uh, but I kind of find that since Amazon has come and we've all kind of been fans of Amazon – uh, and by the way, I don't love Amazon. I like seeing what I'm buying before I buy it. And I'm also, even though it's two days shipping, I like buying things the day that I need it. I, like, that's kind of yeah. the way I operate. Mm. I don't you, like... You don't have a problem leaving the house. What? I was at you Walmart today. Well, that's true, too. I'd rather go to the store, pick it up, and be done and just have it than... Although, I will say, one of the funny things about Amazon, and this goes both ways, is that it's like Christmas morning that when you walk into an apartment building and everyone has shit from Amazon, you feel like that kid on Christmas that didn't get a gift. Yeah. And, you, and then you have to remind yourself. And then you get well, to pick whatever one you want. And oh, just that's really there. funny. Yeah, you you steal upstairs. someone else's. You have to remind yourself, I don't have anything because I didn't order anything. Yeah, I went to this fucking yeah, store. I, I didn't buy anything, so I don't have anything. And then oh, also, yeah, oh, yeah, when you order shit from Amazon, because this happens to me every time, I kind of do it late at night. I've been drinking. I, for, I, like, I kind of forget that I did it. And I'm like, oh, shit, I got a pie. And they're like, oh, cool, I got this fuck yeah. yeah like not that it's blackout drunk yeah, but you're everyone just like, i think does that because by the yeah. time it's two days later i forgot that i even wanted it or needed it or ordered it yeah anyways like a hat shows up and you're like what the fuck? yeah <laughs> i find that the pricing at actual stores now like before sometimes you'd go into a random store and you'd be like fuck you store you know amazon exists i don't need your fucking bullshit yeah. your pricing i actually feel like their pricing now is a little bit more in line with they amazon that they're not, you know, like they've kind of stepped up their game a little bit. Have you guys? Yeah, I agree with that too, actually. Yeah. I, like, yeah, I've been going, like, I look at the Amazon price all the time, but like today I went to Walmart. Everything there is priced pretty much similar. It's similar to, uh, yeah. Yeah, and then I'm right there in the store. I can touch. I don't know. I like being able to look at it and pick the one I want instead of like waiting for it to show up. I Yeah. Also, yeah. I find now Amazon, it's very difficult to decipher the, okay, I actually just bought a like a pod on Amazon like you know to to cook in like mm-hmm. a pan oh, pot right. pan whatever and it's unbelievably qu- unbelievable quality mm-hmm. I'm really happy cooking with this thing I find Amazon now it's like playing the lottery where I cannot decipher the difference between your cheap Chinese product by some asshole yeah. who's just mimicked the exact way that the high quality Absolutely, product yes. ad looks. I remember I had a or friend a really well priced or really pr- like I can't I Amazon. can't tell anymore. Yeah, because it used to be like, oh, how'd you get it so cheap? Well, I found it on Amazon. Yeah, but now I can't tell. Yeah. I had a friend. He used yeah. to be really good with eBay, and all he would do is he'd find the well priced like the the well selling product, and he would just rip off all their pictures. That's what people do on Amazon. Like I bought resistance bands the other day on Amazon. They're kind of shitty. I couldn't tell the difference because like you find your cheap manufacturer in China, you find the best resistance bands on Amazon. You, you copy their exact pictures. You you fuck up the rating system. There's no way for me to tell as a consumer. Because the the... picture is not what you're getting. 
Yeah, there's yeah. no way to tell. Or the picture is exactly what it is, but then you go to stretch it, and it's like a, a yeah, used condom. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, this, there's no resistance here. I find it's impossible to tell. So in that regard, I prefer a physical store. So I go to, I went to Staples. I wanted to buy the uh, the mouse now. Great mouse. We enjoyed it. It works. Just lost my thing. Uh, and then once I was there, I picked up a couple other random items. And then I was in the groove of like, man, I love shopping stores. This is awesome. I went across the street and I was like, you know what? I still don't have any lamps in my apartment. I still need some lamps. <laughs> I'm going to go into Bed Bath & Beyond. Do you need a lamp? I got two of them. Oh, I'll take your lamps. Lights. I, got two, I got two lamps. Pound you. Yeah. Thank you, sir. You got tons sir. of string lights. You see? Good thing I didn't buy <laughs> yeah, it and buy a lamp. I'm going to meet my dog, so. All right, I'm down. That's I'll, I'll hang out with but... what? His dogs are no good? I, I bet his girlfriend, she's all right. Oh, she doesn't listen to this. This is a huge run your mouth. There's no way that's true. I so I went into Bed Bath and Beyond. I figured I was gonna buy myself some lamps. Well, bed. Um, it's set up in that way, almost like uh, you gotta walk the circles, so you kind of pass every section. Smart by them. But I ended up finding all it like I was like I always end up cutting on just my countertop, which is pretty gross. And then they had these thin, um, like plastic cutting board things. I yeah. was like, that's perfect. I'm gonna grab that. Do they fold or no? Uh, they were pretty. But do you keep your counter clean? Eh, pretty clean. Pretty See, clean. So it's just fun. I think you pick and choose on your germophobia. I keep my, I keep most, my, most germaphobes do. I keep my counter pretty clean. You know yeah, why? so I feel like it'd be fine to chop why? on your because counter. Because phobia is an illogical fear. There you go. Uh-huh. So it doesn't, it's never going to make sense. I agree with that. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyways, I picked up, I picked up the, uh, the, 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 whatever I just said, the cutting board that I needed. Yep. Um, I picked up, uh, I forget. There were like two other things I spotted. I was like, oh dude, I've needed that. Perfect. Right. And then I got into the line to go pay for the item. And some lady, basically, there I guess there were two different sections. One guy is trying to figure out his entire life for how he can sign up for the cards so that he can do a payment plan for whatever the fuck he was buying. And it's taking too much time. A bathing suit? Uh, well, yeah, you, you needed a payment plan for a bathing suit, right? You should just go to sheath.com. Use promo code RYM, get 20% off. Yeah. He'd be all set. You can get into a pool. Easy, easy. Dill out. Exactly. Yeah, That's bro. what he should do. Yeah, all right. Dill pickle float. Anyways, one lady comes around, and I guess there are two lines going on. She cuts me, and I'm like, I'm going to be cool about it. It's middle of that the national. That type of day. I'm just, I'm going to be cool about this. But then a whole second line starts forming where that line is. This person's taking too much time. The music. I haven't been in a store for a while. I forgot, like, the anxiety I get from that shitty fucking yeah. music playing. Why do they play that music? I don't know what it is, but, what it, like, I think most people find it calming. Shopping mood? Shopping, mo- it, shopping, shopping mode or like, yeah. old ladies. It gets them to spend more money. Maybe. It makes me so nor- Like, I feel like something about that music makes me feel like I need to pee. It's like when you need it to pee in a car ride, and then someone starts talking about waterfalls, and, and you end up... getting like, worked up. Yeah, exactly. Go There's something about that it. shitty music... Anyway, I haven't done this in a while, but I bu- I just put down I didn't buy anything. And you just peed on the floor. No, I w- I didn't pee yeah. in it. What no, was the last time it. you did that? Where you're in a store where you picked out a whole bunch of shit you were gonna buy and then just were like I I can't. I've never uh, ever. When I realized done that. that my clothes weren't baggy enough to steal it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I may have done that. <laughs> when the guy when I saw the guy looking at me in that mirror when, that's on the fucking when you in the when you walked of, out yeah. like, like, that, like he goes hey drop that shit, drop it like it's hot. 
Yeah. Whole sturdy rack fell out. They just start running. <laughs> then, no, I've never done that. I've never went to a store and picked a bunch of shit. I've been to a store, walked around, and left, and then felt like I stole something. Yeah. You ever done that? Yeah. You like uh, leave a store not buying thinking, something, and you're like, dude. Fuck. I f- everyone thinks I stole something. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, damn. And then yeah. you go back and you like buy like a keychain on the way out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, dude, yo, so when I went to Walmart today w- yeah. with a bandana, I always wear a mask. Yeah. Today I was like, fuck, it, I'm gonna just do a bandana. Yeah, the Everybody in Walmart just had a regular mask on, yeah. and I was like, fuck, I'm the only fucking asshole with a bandana. I always on. wear a bandana. Yeah. yeah and then so I'm in there with a bandana, and I was like, damn, everyone had a mask. And you know, it's funny, I had a mask in my pocket, mm-hmm. but I didn't want it to be bandana. <laughs> and, and a mask, a mask. <laughs> so, like, You wear the mask over the bandana Yeah So then I fucking checked out Back in the electronics section right. You checked walked, out a long time ago Well yeah That's true But I checked out of that store As soon as I got in But then I got that SD card Walmart Good SD story. card Did you guys uh, Watch the VP debate at all? I did Fuck I missed it I know that you weren't very uh, Fond of it What do you think? I think that there was actually some intelligent debate going on on a couple like fucking uh, subjects, but for the most part, um, I think this was your comment on it. I don't know earlier if it was on your Twitter, because uh, every time there's a debate, I'm like looking at Robbie's Twitter. Like, <laughs> I go a little <laughs> too crazy out there. It's like it's a lot. It's a lot. You're that... like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Is that the case? <laughs> for, yeah, for the presidential debate, yeah. that was fun. <laughs> Yeah, we had a good time it. hanging yeah. out for it. Yeah, you guys were holding hands. Yeah, we well, we were. I was I was like, yo, that tweet is awesome. <laughs> Everybody before you send everyone, that's a good one. That's a good tweet. So wow. I thought that, I I mean, I always thought Kamala is um, remarkably unlikable. Mm. And oh, that she has a yeah, crazy. particularly bitchy quality to her that is like... I already know what it is. Looking down the nose. She's, a, she's a cop. Yeah, well, it's the prosecutor that yep. that's a big part of it. Strong, it and it's also the minority. So I have to be extra tough, almost like an overcompensating type thing. And woman, also, yeah, it's yeah. like overcompensating for that. So all of that to me, it, it it is like, in my opinion, the worst representation of women. Where if I was a female, I would be like, oh my god, I can't believe that they're putting this forward. It's embarrassing for us. And I almost watch and have to remind myself of the fact that, like, I'm not bigoted. It's just specifically her that's unlikable. It's not that I hate all women. But now, <laughs> here's the interesting thing. I was talking to my mom. And I realized I hate women. I hate all yeah, women. Yeah, and then I was like, oh, maybe this is why I'm 32 and alone without a girlfriend. <laughs> no. My mother said that she was impressed with Kamala and enjoyed the toughness. Mm. And what I'm realizing is that the same way we can watch Donald Trump and appreciate him because he's an asshole Mm -hmm. and go, there's something about like, oh yeah, fuck it. That guy's getting away from being an asshole. Mm. I think for some women, they could see Kamala being a total bitch and going like, look, she's being a fucking tough bitch. And And you have to respect that. You have to. Like, no, like as a chick, you're no, like, oh yeah. man, she's being a fucking no, tough bitch. No, but I'm bitch. saying as for everyone else, they have to respect the fact that she's a, like being a tough bitch and there's not like she's representing women. Mm-hmm. So then I think women yeah, can relate with that. Like, yeah, fuck that. She's going. Like, but it's because it, I can't fault that because mm-hmm. despite the fact I'm not voting and I don't like that's the one aspect of Donald Trump that I like is that it's entertaining to watch a dude get away with being an asshole yeah. and you feel like there's some aspect of winning. 
So I guess that kind of, I mean, it just shows that there is like an inherent um, uh, divisiveness between the genders mm -hmm. that we both seem to like characters that are specifically repulsive to the other gender and that they're getting away with it. Yeah. Well, almost that they just are like uh, unfazed. You know, they're just, it's strength. I think it just shows, you know, whether you like no, but the it person or not, if they're it, able to be like, right. I don't give a fuck what you say. Like, I'm going to stand my ground and I'm going to defend it. And whether, yeah. you know, I can say it however the fuck I want to say yeah. it. And I don't care. What it's the, the Cardi B effect. That's how I like to call it. That's, that's the Cardi B effect. Okay. Because she kind of does that. Like, she's like, you know, I'm just going to do whatever. Instead of the butterfly effect. The butterfly is the Cardi B effect. That's what the B The Cardi for. butterfly effect. It's because, like, she did the same thing with the rap thing. She was like, yeah, like, whatever, like, my past, like, I'm this, but you have to love me for it. Like, and she kind of, like, instead, like, took, like, that persona where it was like, I can, like, I don't know, like say a strong woman. Yeah, 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 it's like, I can say the shit that, I, like, a man, like, kind of like a dude would say it, yeah, but, you know, and not, give a fuck. and not give a fuck, and you have, and you just have to respect it. Maybe, I don't know. Could be off on that. No, there's something interesting there because I really couldn't fathom that anyone could have been watching Kamala there and have thought either that she won or that she was anything other than unlikable. And apparently, I guess to some women, there is something likable about that flavor, which yeah. I was surprised by. But then if I look at it from the way that I kind of think Trump's entertaining, I guess that is in some ways the female equivalent. So I, I like I, I you know what I mean? It's like kind a little bit it. of an eye opener. Yeah. Um, all right. Last yeah. random topic that I wanted to talk about, which was uh, I bought I, I'm, I'm trying to get some stuff for my I still don't have fucking lights. I'm not I don't like buying stuff. I don't I haven't decorated. You were in my apartment. I had two chairs. Yeah, the, but yeah, with the the two most comfortable chairs that you can have. There you go. There it's you go. True. He has like this really dope uh, computer chair yeah. for the desk, for and then he's got desk. and then he's got this big like leather fucking. I just got. I was like, just gifted that recliners, which was great. Yeah, that's a great. That <laughs> is a good chair. Oh, yeah, it's so, so funny. Solid. He's like, yo, I was like, yo, I'll pull up a chair for you uh, to watch the debate, and then I and it was it was a big like leather recliner. I was like, oh, I wanted to watch the debate in comfort. It was good, like the guy in the in the Maxwell. Was so good, I stole his fucking vape cart. Movies. I I forgive you for that. I think. Um, so I bought this vacuum cleaner when I moved into this apartment, and. If you remember, if you're a run-your-mouth aficionado, I was earlier complaining about the smell of my apartment, the cat urine, and everything that was disgusting about it. And you were I looking vacuumed. for the cats. Well, there and were no... couldn't find them. <laughs> there were no... I bought this vacuum cleaner, and when I, vacuumed, the, when I vacuumed this apartment for the first time, I, I mean, they told me they cleaned the apartment before I went in. I filled the entire... Like, there's, like, a mm -hmm. big... I filled the entire thing. Yeah. I, I don't know if it was hair, lint, so, cat urine. I filled a, yeah. the entire thing. Your apartment was a cat person before you got there. In that thick fucking My house shaggy... was, a, was a cat person before oh, we bought it. Disgusting. So, it was a cat house. And so, we ripped up... We had to rip up all every single carpet in the whole house. And the, the, the wood floors were stained with cat piss. Ugh. And we had to clean it. And then for like years that we lived here, cats would just randomly show up to our backyard. 
because she was like the lady leaving out food for the cats, like uh, keeping them in her house. Fucking crazy yeah. cat. And then on top of that, there's tons of rats all along the back fence that's no longer here. So like the cats were feasting on these rats that were also flourishing on, I don't know, maybe old cat food that I'm guessing. So like you we had a rat te- no, we had to tear down the fence. There used to be a six foot wooden fence around this whole property, right? And then on in the front yard there used to be a fence too. It's weird. And then this lady had this giant cherry tree and this big ass pine tree in the corner, and like the whole backyard was just like shaded with trees. And like I guess the whole line of the fence was all rats because they were eating the cherries. I think the cherries, and I think they were probably also eating the cat food that she was leaving out. Cause she was leaving out tons of cat food for the cats, but the rats aren't gonna like not eat the cat food, and the cats were probably also feasting on the rats, so it was just like a like a fucking whole yeah, little... the whole ecosystem yeah. that you destroyed. Yeah, we moved in and we we're just like <laughs> tore the fence out, cut the chair. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yo. La- Can you just put that out yeah, as a highlight? Like movie, that's it. Dude. That's the only oh video God, we're gonna put I, out for yeah, the no, last episode. Twice on this episode. <laughs> Yeah. Just do a super no, cut of uh, spills. The best part, it was my, my last sip, poured it on my pants, and then this one is like two yeah. sips left, nah, poured it on my pants. Sips, Can I smoke well, in here? I usually smoke yeah, in here, but then sometimes you guys are. Yeah, as long as it's not cigarettes. Mm. Okay, perfect. That was half a sip. So literally, my last two sips of so beer on my half. pants, and then my last sip of fucking liquor on my pants. Yep. And that's it for the homies. <laughs> I do that for I do that for the podcast on purpose. Because if I don't, actually, my sock is a little wet, so. I'll have a lighter. There's no, three yeah. lighters on there. All right, so I bought this vacuum. It's a good vacuum. Right. Yeah. I think it cost me maybe 150 bucks for this vacuum. Let me get a little Marble Light action. Fucking, fuck these jewels. There you go. Going cowboy style. Well, cowboy's fucking old lady style. There you go. Jesus Christ. So I buy this, uh, <coughs> I buy this uh, vacuum. Solid vacuum. I would say once a week. Spent about an hour cleaning my apartment. Uh, you came over. Not a filthy mess. Keep the place pretty, uh, pretty clean. Unless we're doing a skit. Unless we're, we're doing a split. A which skit. you're very committed. Unless you're which doing I a split. condone you for that. Is he That's doing so splits dope. for you when you were watching the debate? Uh, oh, splits. That, 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 yeah. Yo, he was doing. Yo, he had the 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 punching bag. Yeah. In a full. He had two chairs. Right, yes. in his in his apartment, we yeah. all he has is string lights. One was a lazy boy recliner, and, the and other then he was, was on a chair. full split. Yep, and he was doing the fucking the the speed bag. You were speed bagging his nuts while he was split oh, over well, the chairs. Yeah, because he was like, "Yo, just speed bag my nuts. I won't even feel it." And he's speed bagging <laughs> the shit in his apartment, dude. I couldn't believe how fast he was on a full split. Yeah, and while I'm speed bagging his nuts the whole time, it was amazing, <laughs> dude. Okay, so back to the vacuum cleaner. I'm vacuuming the other day, and uh, all of a sudden, you know, I hear, like, the vacuum cleaner, like, starts not making as much. Yeah. There's cats. There's cats inside. I mean, that would have been way funnier than where I'm going. It stops making, like, you know the vacuum noise the vacuum noise <laughs> and i'm like well that's weird and stop I, sucking and i was like nah i guess it's fine and i just like keep going and i'm like what, what? I, I was like i can notice that there's something like not going on with the noise that usually is going on but i'm like i, I can't place it so i just keep like you know vacuuming 
And then all of a sudden, I see smoke just coming out from all sides of the vacuum cleaner. So I finally unplug it. Was it smoke for real, or was it like dust? No, no, it was like smoke coming up. And then, so I unplug it, and then I get all mad. I'm like, fucking Amazon. I just bought this thing from here. Every time you buy something, 150 bucks down the drain. And I was like, I'm going to call them up and tell them I just got this a month ago. And I turned it over, and... I vacuumed a sock that just got wedged into <laughs> yeah, the motor. Yeah. So, 100% my fault because I was too nah, lazy. you gotta call him and be like, yo, Wait. I got this sock. Wait, where did you, how did you eventually find the sock? Because after I unplugged it, I turned it over to like, and then I realized, oh, it's because the thing is stuck. And I started like manually twisting it and then and a sock came in. Out. I was like, yeah. that's my fault. I was being lazy. I didn't make is sure the that there were. Not in working condition anymore? So, I put it outside onto my porch because it was smoking so much that I was like, if it explodes, at least it's, you know, not in the apartment. But now I both don't want to buy a new vacuum. And the lazy part of my brain is like, yeah, if I plug it in, I'm sure it's fine. It's fine. You You know what I mean? I'll tell you why it's fine. Because I have this, this dirt devil vacuum. That I used, I use using vac- to clean this. All vacuum suck. I left it outside in the rain. Good one. <laughs> I left it outside in the rain, and I was like, "Fuck, the whole thing's ruined." And then all I did was empty it out, cleaned out the whole thing, let it dry out, plugged it in. Works fine. Do you know that the Oracle, the guy who used to pitch the Oracle? Remember him with Which the white the hair? Oracle? Uh, no, not, no, not Oracle. No, Oric. Don't Oric. worry Take about, yeah, no, don't worry about the face. Is it that the one that swivels and stuff? No, 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 no. no. That's the Dyson. But okay. the Oric, it looks like. I know the Oric. You would almost envision I know it those, those late he, infomercials. He used to clean up, but he used to say, take the Oric challenge. He was the gay lover of the KFC chicken guy. And they actually look similar, How which makes them like a weird couple. The Colonel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was fucking the Colonel. Colonel was actually the bottom. The That's curl. where he got his recipes it from. Blew my mind, dude. Was the Auric guy? <laughs> <laughs> you know how I knew it was. You know how I knew it was bullshit. The Colonel would never be a bottom. Yeah, no way. That's why I was like, Tyler, the Colonel, dude. Fuck no that, fucking dude. way, dude. Get his no fucking way. get his fucking white suit dirty, dude. You know what? I heard that. I heard that. You know Wendy's. You know Wendy's, right, Dave? I heard the Colonel is actually the the real father. Of he Wendy? had an affair with Wendy with Dave's wife. Really? Wait, what was that? When you know Wendy's? Yeah. Dave is the the father of Wendy. That's why he named it Wendy's. Mm. But the Colonel from KFC actually had an affair with Dave's wife, and the Wendy's is actually his child. This is a conspiracy wow. theory. <laughs> I just made all that up. Oh, that's <laughs> fucking baller. That sounds oh, awesome, right? That I was thinking about my head. I was like, yo, that could make sense. That made a lot of sense. So I mean, I did make that up, but I think it could be true. I'm on board with it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because it does look a little more like him than Dave. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, she does. I'm just saying. If you really look into it. All right. So let's get into a couple news topics here. The first is we've been covering this. You've been seeing it if you could follow the news in any capacity. But there seems to be a lot of shenanigans with the mail-in voting. And I think this was a Wall Street Journal article. But they're already starting to register a lot of errors in the mail-in votes. Um, so I just want to read one paragraph voting by mail rules, which vary across states, specify the deadlines for when mail ballots would be postmarked and received by election officials and detail how ballots are to be filled out. And apparently there's already a lot of people that make errors with their ballots. There's something called like naked ballots, which I guess like you didn't quite do your signature pro like properly or whatever. Naked ballot. What? 
I, I don't think it has anything to do with ballet. It's about uh, the same. Maybe similar. Uh, but all I can say is if I had to fill in a mail-in ballot and I had to read it, I would get it wrong. There's no Ma- question yeah. I would get it wrong. I, yo, you know what? I Anything with, with instructions, I'm getting it wrong. I'm not reading your – like – if I have to build yeah. furniture with instructions, I get it wrong and then I fix it. Or I find any time I try and Google instructions for something, it's like what they're telling me instructions for is not what it, like they'll always be like, click the button. There's no button over there. Every time, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I don't know. I think you might have a problem with reading. Well, yeah, but I also though, I think the, ma- the mail-in ballots though, like, it like the whole the whole thing about the mail and ballot there's was men, there's men in ballet. Well, the whole thing there, there is men. There's a lot of mail and ballot. No, but the whole mail and ballot is like the thing was like, oh, it can't be, it can't actually be done. But the whole the real thing about the mail and ballots is can people actually fill out the ballots correctly? I like I feel like mail and ballots is like, it is like a set is like setting up for failure like on purpose. Well, it seems like, yes, I agree. Well, yeah. firstly, the fact that they send out ballots to people that didn't request it, if that's true, is wild. But now they're also yeah. saying that a lot of people are going to fuck up their ballots and so it's not even going to count. Um, and I was just thinking of it, it would be great to me if they pulled like dirty tricks to specifically just fuck people up. And so I started to just think of what some clever, dirty tricks would be. One of them I thought of is to send, like, registered Democrats an official ballot filling in pen that's just, like, disappearing ink. <laughs> because, yeah. like, yeah. how would you yeah. how would you correct that after the election to go, well, they sent or you send them, like, um, more, confu- like more confusing instructions, like a second fake letter with go instructions to the mall for how In the fountain, there's two yeah. pennies mm-hmm. in the year. That your mother was born. Super sticky envelopes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The other big news story is uh, there was still going on with like the Supreme Court, whether or not they're going to get this lady in it. And there was an article from The Hill that said more than 1K alumni from Coney, Car- Coney Barrett's undergrad college signed letter of concern. And they pull this every time, and I love it. It's always like, hey, everyone, there's 1K. There's a 1,000 irrelevant people that don't know the lady and want to tell you they have concerns. Like, there's nothing... There's nothing... This isn't fucking news. There are a thousand people that have concerns. <laughs> what does concerns mean? You're not even quantifying it. They do it every time. It's the it's one of the most nonsense plays. Um, another just interesting thing that was going on with the Supreme Court this week is that two of the justices, uh, Thomas and someone else, came out against gay marriage, which, firstly... Well, they're coming out against it. Yes, they're coming out against it, and they're saying that it never should have been. Yeah, they're they're coming coming out out of the closet. (laughs) Against being. Bad timing. Like, it's on everyone's mind that the court might flip to being conservative. So just keep your fucking mouth shuts on this if you really feel that way. Also, it calls into attention that it's like you forget how bad the conservatives are because they just don't seem to have any power. But if they have power, all of this dumb shit just starts coming back and you realize, Mm -hmm. like, oh, they fucking suck too. You know what I think? Yeah. Do a lot about the gay marriage thing. Why I think they do it is because once they get married, then they they get to start uh, doing their taxes. They do combined taxes. And I feel like if they keep them both single, they can uh, get more taxes out of them. I think it's more that the religious conservative, like, or at least what this guy was putting forward is that they want to create more of an institution for respect around religion. 
and they feel that since religion opposes would oppose gay marriage, um, it's kind of a so we have to fucking base our whole entire real life off of some I don't want to say it, well, but something that could be make believe. It's not that there's supposed to be separation of church and state, Absolutely. and the Constitution doesn't have a right to marriage, or it doesn't like it, it's a government invented thing. So I don't understand why. If you have a government invented thing of marriage, you would use anything of a religious standard yeah, to, in order to qualify what it is. It yeah, just doesn't make sense to, to me. make your point too. Like, yeah, oh, you, yeah. Well, you get married by the state. And yeah, you but they're saying, saying yeah, religiously. Yeah, it has nothing to, fed, like, right, yeah. it has nothing to do <laughs> they go to with the state of Connecticut. You have to get a, a adorns me. You, you have know? to get a license to get yeah, married yeah. in that state. Right. Yeah, it's exactly. a, it's it, it's a government invented thing. So why should that have anything to do with religion. religious standards? They're supposed okay. The other thing that was just a random, interesting Supreme Court case that I that was coming up this week is that I guess there was a in Philadelphia. There's a um, born and raised. (laughs) There is an adoption agency run by Christians, and there are non there are gay couples that are trying to adopt through the Christian agency, and are upset that they're being refused because they're a gay couple. And now I think if you're a gay couple, like you might say, hey, it's a non-traditional marriage. It's a weird environment for a kid to be grown up. I don't buy any of that. I feel like compared to foster homes, if you've got people that want to care for you and have resources and will raise you, like God bless. You know what I mean? Like it's not like most of us don't have the ideal parents. You know how many people are born to shitty parents? Like. May I, I, and I'm not even judging because I don't know the, the like, the, you'd have to give me the medical science study of that having two moms or two dads in some ways actually worse or weirder or different. But yeah. at the end of the day, if people are going to care for you versus you being an abandoned child, yeah. it feels like a win. Well, I think also, too, if you, it depends, like, if you go into, like, all right, if you're born gay or if it's a choice, whatever, but if you're raised by two dads, People, I think, are really. I maybe the religious people are scared that you're going to end up being gay because you're raised right. by two guys. So, but, but I think you're going to be in foster care, raised or raised by the by, state. So yeah. it's like by no, comparison, also, I don't think it's a loss to the child. However, I don't agree with that. Can also, you imagine yeah. going to a Christian organization as a gay mm-hmm. couple and demanding that they change that they, the rules for you? Yeah, like I mean, that's just fucking not cool. Like I would never go into a play like. I wouldn't go to a Christian place and tell mm. them that they have to pay me to do stand-up comedy and I'm going to tell dick jokes. Yeah, I just yeah, understand yeah. they have different values. Mm. It's just like a weird insight into like government power and force where it's like if the if this – okay, maybe there's some state law that shouldn't exist that all babies that are being you know given up for adoption are going through the Christian organization. And then in which case, I guess if they're That's the DMV story, of babies, yeah. then yeah. yes, they shouldn't be allowed to deny gay couples. But if they are a, a volunteer organization... Or that, even just an independent entity. Or, yeah, yeah, and some babies are coming to them because they're being given over to... And like now they're trying to find placement. I understand why they would be trying to give them to Christian... Like, I get that. And it is shitty of you to show up and demand that they have to cater to you who don't have the same values as them. Like, I, I, I don't know. There's like some weird thing just in law where it's like who can force somebody to do shit that they don't want. Like, and that's really yeah. what it comes down to is just Bring that element of. Yeah. 
All right, I guess we're all in agreement on that. Um, last thing that I had was I was in the supermarket the other day and uh, buying some groceries. I sneezed on my mask, which is disgusting. Have you guys had that? Have you done yeah. that yet? Yeah, Did oh, you yeah. Say I icky by accident. Every morning I have to work in a mask. In oh, so office. you've sneezed in yours yeah, for sure. Definitely. What about you? Have you sneezed in a mask yet? You know what though? I almost feel like it's more respectful. Nah, just I just to take sneeze in I your just mask. take the mask off and sneeze. So into you my sneeze elbow. your you sneeze your your in virus. In the store, you'll pull it off. No <laughs> yeah. You sneeze your virus into the air, and then you put your mask back, back on. on. The whole reason for the mask <laughs> is to not spread the virus. When you sneeze. Chew, you, you spread it, and, and then, then people look at me, and I just people look at me, I just go allergies. <laughs> no, even better, you look at the old, like, I'm not gonna sneeze in my mask. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna That's sneeze in my mask. <laughs> oh, fuck. So, I mean, this is blasphemy, especially because I I love classic rock, I love ACDC, but after I sneeze in my mask, I could just hear the ACDC song in my head <laughs> about sneezing in the mask, and so that will be our one parody song for this week, and uh. Right. I can, I, I mean, ACDC is the hardest because it's like that high pitched, screechy thing, but we're going to go for it. Not a fan of ACDC. How, whoa. What does that mean? Not a fan of ACDC. How are you, a, it's a really hard bomb to just drop. Like, how are you before. not a fan of, like. Just, I'm not a fan. There's nothing not. Like, ACDC is exactly. like. Back in black. I'll tell you what it. No, listen. It's they, like, oh, I'm okay, not saying no, they don't have good songs. Tune. He's changing right? his tune. I'm just not a fan. I'm not saying they don't have good songs. I'm not saying that they're not a successful band. Okay, and that they didn't do a bunch for rock and roll. You went from an E minor my, to a no, C I major. No, I said I'm not a fan. As in, like, I would not... Like, I feel like I ACDC is, if you didn't even like rock and roll, transcends the genre where you can't not like ACDC. This is probably yeah, it even does, like jam though, bands. because you know how Mike doesn't like jam bands? <laughs> because... <laughs> because he hears it and he goes, "Oh, it just sounds like every I bet other song." I've there are ACDC songs that you do like because there are not, so many movies. I'm not saying that. Yeah, I, just don't, <laughs> I don't like listening to them. I don't like the sound of his voice, really. Okay. And I think that their guitar that beautiful riffs, woman. Their guitar riffs are really fucking like, I don't know, like yeah. kind of just oh, oh, not over the top. They're almost just like so fucking generic and like. Uh, so I feel that, that like so it doesn't make me. It makes me more. You don't annoying. think that they that shape the era? Not, dude. I'm not fucking saying <laughs> that. Doing that was such things. a news question where you're yeah. like, wait, so you don't think that they're the most important thing that I ever had? Wait, so you don't think that that's representation? No. So you don't think that, that they've no. saved lives because of their music? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's all. I mean, my cousin literally recovered from. I mean, so ACDC, hell's bells. <laughs> it all sounds the same, and it's all fucking awesome. There's an energy to what they do. I love them. They're one of. I mean, they're one of my favorite bands. They don't need my endorsement. People that like rock and roll music, y'all love ACDC. <laughs> Not me. I, I mean, love people rock and roll. love rock and roll music <laughs> understand what I'm That's saying. That's fucking garbage. ACD, I, wait, I can't believe you wouldn't like. I, all right, whatever. It's all Yo, good. I don't even pronounce the allowed, slash. What? First of all, the C is silent if, you really are, if you're a real fan. And the slash is silent. <laughs> what does that mean? I, know, I just made it up. All right, well, here we go. It's. Uh, I'm actually more on sit. No. Thanks for making fun of me and then taking my side. <laughs> I don't even know if I know the melody to this. <laughs> for real. This reminds me of uh, the one Wonder Years. This reminds me of Pop Fred Warner Savage. Football. This is, yo, Fred Savage is going to pop up any minute. And it's just going to be the Wonder Years episode three. Remember that show?
Yep, sounds like ACDC. No, it sounds like ACDC. Looking for cheese, just myself in my blue jeans. Looking through the aisles, long and clean. Everywhere masks, trust the news as fact. Keep six feet from other folks. Got to make sure I don't get too close. I felt a soft tingle in my nose. as a rock it's not one of their biggest i know uh back in black hard as a rock All soft right. as a cock <laughs> let's try let's try once more my old co-host to see if we can get the story on spoofing the inside scoop but smoke he, out bug out he's been out exploring the arctic he's not easy to get on the phone anymore is that the, what they call what's meth? up is that what they call meth now what's up loser yeah exploring yeah, the arctic, arctic. Yeah, you can explore the arctic right. you know there you go oh wait wait we can't call it fuck i didn't i didn't plug yo kratom i, I yeah plugged, i plugged the hell out of sheath yeah we gave sheath two strong plugs dude if we had some kratom in here right now we our brain would be on point well he's, we he's gonna you would never forget you would never forget you, you'd be up especially you're taking like the white main dye you're taking the uppity shit That's it. you would never That's forget that you were supposed to and by the way I, it's a product that well you guys are drug addicts so you take more kratom than i do uh, shed who is I just been asleep for outside for weeks now Kratom's couldn't Kratom's even coma. make it to the podcast i mean that I just, guy loves his kratom i just every morning i come through with a little spoonful of kratom and I just drop it right in his mouth. And, and then he doesn't, fine. and he's like, he doesn't even need to go get a job. He no, loves his life. You've he's totally sleeping, you've content. You see Sleeping Beauty? That's like shit. Instead of him waiting for a kiss, it's just like if someone stops giving him, him kratom, kratom, he'll wake up and actually put things together. But exactly. he doesn't want to. He's no. he's content sleeping outside well, of the world. Or woods. he's waiting for Mike to kiss him. <laughs> <laughs> and that doesn't happen until season three. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right, throwing some love to the Yo Kratom guys. Don't take Kratom every day, but if you're a party no, you can guy, take it every day. 
Yeah, but the pro I, I don't want to say that I I don't recommend that. So, if low it, doses maybe, but you could do it every day and you be can, fine. You, you'll and be it makes fine. you feel good. You'll feel good. You'll be <laughs> clear headed and you'll be productive. You're actually pretty a little bit sharper. I'm but telling it, you. But it's like coffee. That then you're like shit. I gotta track down my coffee. So you're telling so, me don't drink. No, I drink coffee every day, right. and I take kratom every once in a while, and I like both those. You can things. take kratom every day, and it, and there you go. It's the it's the it's, uh, good. it's, it's good. It's the mailman endorsement me. from the. <laughs> You're sharp. It's like basically it's good for your brain. Uh, it, it's really, Dude, if you I'm want your you, brain, you feel you connections. Want, the synapses, is, they're fucking firing. If you want, if you want your brain and your body to feel better, yo, kratom. You ever connected your brain and body? Yeah, kratom. direct kratom. to camera. No, they're gonna send us. Uh, you ever taken a kratom? Three CBDs and a brain pill. Yo, actually, very <laughs> my, one of my best softball games softball. ever. I took fucking uh, Yo, kratom. kratom. Which which uh, strand? Yeah, it was you corner store kratom. Corner store kratom. It was corner store. Well, kratom. the old kratom stuff's way higher quality than and your I'm corner store. And you get <laughs> more full. HQ. You get a full kilo for sixty bucks. I'm they're gonna load us up. We're gonna do. We're gonna do a podcast. You get a full kilo, sixty Fucking bucks. Colombian Bam Bam. There you go, full kilo. That's the best deal I've ever heard, to be honest, yeah, on, on the internet We're about or to anywhere take else. Over the streets, are you kidding me? That's the best deal. Yeah. I've Start ever flipping that kratom. Well, if you make it, can you turn kratom into crack rock? I mean, uh, we could turn into kratom rock. Is that- <laughs> and we're gonna smoke the I shit out of kratom. Know. Yeah, we're gonna start smoking the shit out of this kratom. But besides Do that, smoke kratom? I don't think so. But you could boil it right in your tea, and if that's well, why, if you want to be soft with it, it and like, be easy, uh, I like boil it in your tea. I, I like it. a capsule. That's why I love. Even the tea, it's too. You much. You want to hear the 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 craziest way I've ever taken kratom? But up your butt. Right. No, no, right, no, you no, 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 no. That's not even as crazy as this. No, no, you pour you pour a bunch of kratom into a tissue into paper. the sheath hole and then you put no, your dick in. That, it. No, yes. you, I keep I keep kratom in my sheath hole just all the time. In case you get pulled it's over, it's just it's powder. It's like kind of like baby powder. You can substitute it for baby powder sometimes. In case right. you get it's pulled fine over, powder. you pull it out and you tell the it's just pops, green. Like, this so is your kratom, you know, but no, it's dude, good stuff. dude, you just fucking I keep it in my sheath. Drop a bunch of powder into a tissue paper, and you fucking twist the top off. Yep, and you just fucking. Drop it down. No, it would have been weirder if you put it in your butt. You that's not weirder. It. That's not yeah, weirder that's than not. putting it in you your butt. You parachute it. That's not that weird. No, because you can eat it. That's not weirder than putting anything in your butt. Yeah, like eating something is normal. Para- parachuting like a. F- uh, yeah, but you just said it's weirder than putting it in your no, butt. No, I said it's. Oh, by the way, this is yeah, only is if you're uh, <laughs> over the age of 21 and whatever other restrictions. Yeah. Take your kratom responsibly. If you're into yeah, kratom, go to yokratom.com. If you've never taken kratom before, you know, get started. <laughs> maybe try it once and then don't do it for a little while. But yokratom.com, home of the $60 kilo, the best supporters of offensive comedy. I, I, I'm telling you, I'm I, I'm really good friends with the owner of this thing. I, I speak to him most days. The guy's awesome. I actually was there one time. Yeah, he's, he's uh, the best. Sounds, he's uh, he's really the best. Cool. He's a dude. I talked to him once. He's just a fucking dude. He's cool as fuck. That, that's, the, that's the best way you can possibly put it. If you're a fan of Kratom, you can get high-quality Kratom online for 60 bucks a kilo, which is so, so much crazy. better than any store that anywhere and if you've never done Kratom, you're missing out. It's pretty good. Just don't do it every day. You know, don't <laughs> don't be a fucking idiot. And if you're not 21, don't even fucking listen to this. I don't know what else to say about that, but we're going to do a, a Kratom cast soon. And we appreciate both uh, Sheath and Kratom for their support. And if you guys want to send us money, we'll take your money. We'll plug whatever. Well, you know, you got something you want us to to plug as well. As long as it's as high quality as Sheath underwear. We're already and plugging Kratom. Kratom so. We'll plug it. Um. Shedcast, the button, check them out. Um, 
I don't know what else we got to plug. Oh, December 5th. I'm teasing it now, and then I'm going to do it at the beginning of next week's episode so everyone's on the loop. December 5th, we're doing a incredible end-of-year run-your-mouth live event. Shedcast guys are going to be performing. I have an artist working on graphics. I'm trying to pull my best jokes from the entire year. So if you think about it, what have I done? How many weeks are there in a year? 52? 52, something like that. 52. 52. We've done 52 episodes this year. Most episodes are an hour and a half or so, right? Uh, at least, yeah. So, I mean, not at least, but yeah. yeah. GRT. They're GRT. close. Okay, so we probably, let's just say, we've probably done close to 80 hours of content. Sure. Of the okay. 80 hours of content that I've done this year, I'm trying to handpick the 20 funniest minutes to do a recap of the biggest news stories and the best. So I'm trying to take eight hours of content mm. and put it into 20 fucking punchy minutes along with graphics from an artist that I've hired who doesn't credit. It's actually, uh, oh man, I'm going to fuck up this plug. I think it's IVP means or NVP means. I'll put it into the, uh, the podcast description. I found this guy cause he just does like hilarious. What I remember of the best of mad magazine, he does like these hilarious, he did one, mm -hmm. uh, you know, like, uh, remember the movie memento, uh, um, was it memento? It was that, that I, I, I feel like I've heard that, but I didn't see it for sure. Memento? No, the guy who loses his like memory. Memento. I think it was, memento. I think you're right, but I didn't see it. He did one. It was did a you take memento. What? <laughs> it was a spoof of Memento, but it was Demento with Joe Biden, <laughs> which is really funny. I mean, fucking hilarious. So this guy <laughs> does great artwork, great graphics, hilarious. I've paired up with him to try and create funny graphics to go along with my jokes. It's experimental because I can tell you that I work on jokes all the time for stand-up that just don't hit. So this will be stuff from the podcast that I will be doing live once and once only. So it's more experimental. Uh, it's not like when I've done stand-up and I've gone in front of New York City clubs for two months to work out something so that it works. Like, it's not going to be that. It's going to be looser. It's going to be more of a live podcast. But I'm telling you, I'm taking uh, 80 hours of podcast material and trying to decipher it down to the 20 minutes that I think is the most noteworthy topics of the entire year, the punchiest jokes, the Shedcast boys are going to be opening it up with live music. We've already done an event by Tom, and it was a ton of fun. It's in Philly. So if you're interested, I'm going to be putting up tickets. They're probably going to be about $10. Bucks. Um, but hit me up if you're interested in that. Uh, robsnewsroom at gmail.com, and that's going to be December 5th. Rain date if it's uh, – but also, we're going to be putting up a bonfire and heaters. So even though it's winter – it's going to be a fun hang. I promise you, don't be a free later. Show up with your own beers. I'll bring the Kratom. It's going to be a fun fucking night. You know, wear your sheets. Show off how big your dick is. There might be one lady in the audience if I know my, you know, so it's really, you're really going to have to show off what you have in your sheath underwear. Like maybe even stuff it. Do what you got to do because there's going to be one lady there that may or may not be single. So you're really going to want to have to impress her. You can keep your Kratom in there. You can, like yeah, that's, that, that's not bad, even though it's not currently illegal, but you know, you never know when it might turn <laughs> you on you. And then, well, if you want to pack it, if you want to make it look bigger, you want to stuff it up, right? Right, Kratom parachutes, not bad, not a yes. bad idea. There we go. Um, nah. check out the shed cat. Anything else you guys want to plug? Some this isn't our podcast. Uh, you can sing it though. I was no, gonna say, gonna say I mean, I just because we could have just used this one as ours for this week. Yeah, I don't mind. You guys can no, do that. A whole bunch of his, we're doing a full shed cast now. All right. We're yeah, doing it. Off. We're going to take I'm a break because yeah, I got to pee plug and the fucking drink more Red Bulls. All right. Mike Nice CT, Sid underscore Floyd. That's all That's all we pretty much got. Yeah. That's there you it. go. You can follow us. Mike. Run your mouth. Everywhere. Shedcast. Shedcast. Peace. Peace. <laughs>